it is that time of year again. It's the holiday season. What are some of your favorite holiday traditions? This week, myself and Roy are going to talk about some of the things that we do, some of the things that we enjoy, and some of the things that we don't enjoy when Christmas comes up, New Year comes up, or for Roy, Hanukkah. We're going to have a lot of fun in this episode and really talk about some of the things that are close to us and really get a little personal about the holidays and some of the ways we feel about some of our traditions. So sit back, enjoy the ride, hopefully have a few laughs. This is Tapping In Holiday Edition. Welcome back, everyone. Tapping in. Roy and I took a little yeah. hiatus. A little hiatus. We had the holidays. All uh, right. So we're going to drop this one. No episode on Monday, and then we'll be back on January 8th. Right. So we'll record, right. but we're not going to drop anything until after New Year. And there's so many like things to talk about. So <laughs> Dude, we've like, been, we've I don't been, even know how to like oh, this we've been, thing. We've been talking for like here. an hour before. Well, you know what it is, too? Like, I love hanging out with you. So yeah, when we yeah. don't talk. Right, right. We got a lot of stuff to cover, and it's like, let's cover the stuff. Pop you know. the champagne and yeah, let it all yeah. out, I guess. Let, yeah, let's yeah. talk about the people. But now that you know I can't talk, I mean. <laughs> I know. We had that little combo. You know. I was a little under the weather, too. Non-COVID. Yeah, what was that all about? Yeah, you're right. I just, you know what it was, man? I had something small, but this is what happens every year. I'll get like a little cold, but because I'm like working, running to yeah, school, yeah, yeah, burning... Yeah. My body's just like, we're going to take this little thing and just knock you Blow the fuck up. out. Wow. And uh, I get tired. And then, like, for work, we had to do, a, you know, a part of the job that uh, was a lot more hands-on. Like, I had to, so, like, Monday and Tuesday, I had to be, like, outside, mm-hmm. in the cold, in between equipment. So, like, I already don't Are feel well. Are you, like, well. connecting trains together? Kind and coupling, like, baby. Like yeah, Legos. yeah, yeah. Literally, so, what we do is you have to, like... So you have to uncouple the equipment. So you got to like right, lift up the yeah. lever, turn off the hoses. Wow. You know, the train separates. You use the radio to communicate with the engineer. They separate. You got to stop it, bring it back, stop it, inspect, then couple it back up. Now you have to go in between the two cars. And it's not a lot of space. It's maybe like a two by three foot space. And right. You got, wow. Yeah. You know, you're surrounded by train. <laughs> Is that dangerous and, or like? Yes. But there's, there's precautions that you take so one of the things we do is you have to get it's called three-step protection okay. where the engineer applies the brakes right, um, right. the reverser goes in neutral so it's not going to back up okay. and then you uh, open up the generator valve so there's nothing going through anything it's it's pretty much like cemented it's not going to move uh and then you go in and you have to connect the hoses and the hoses are what's in the hoses i always wondered about that at that moment nothing Okay. So you like, oh, you put the hoses together and yes, those hoses are undefeated. But what They're, normally goes through those hoses? Air. Oh, see? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. This, so is once, like, this is like stuff that they did like a hundred years ago though. It's, it's the same system. It's the same. <laughs> same system. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. I guess so. so you, you know, you, you connect the hoses and then you open wow. up, you open up the, uh, the brake pipe and you right. open up the main reservoir or you open up the cutout cock and the okay. uh, angle cock. Hey, watch your language. You know what? I love teaching that in class because I, I always know like it's the angle cock and the cutout cock, the cutout right. cock and the angle cock. Angle cock goes, it, it, I, and I'm like, I know someone's going to break. I can only say cock so many <laughs> right. times before someone loses it. And someone always does. And, we're, always, and I'm like, ah, we're children. Were. You're children. And I'll be like, and like, and like, the thing is, like, I have to use that terminology because that's yeah. what it's called. So when we get there, I'm like, all right, where are your cocks? And they're like, oh, I'm like, come on, which one's the angle cock? Which one's the cutout cock? I'm like, <laughs> That's the angle cock. That's the cut. I'm like, good, good, good. I'm like, and the angle cock's connected to the brake pipe. All right. Um, you got I got to ask, is there something, is there a female uh, uh, name too? Or, I mean, I got You ask. know what? They're, yes and no. Not when it comes to the hoses and the, the brake pipe or the main res, but we have what's called a compromise coupler. Okay. And 
So most of the equipment is a knuckle type coupler. So it's literally like if you like just take your hand, just like kind of cup your fingers and it knuckles okay. up like that. Almost how, like an S grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Like an S grip. However. See how I mixed the BJJ yeah, in on you got that? it in there. Nice. You got that fucking okay. S grip. Um, <laughs> so one piece of our equipment, the, the Arrow 3 MUs, which is what you, like the dinky in Prince Injunction, you know, that, that's an MU. Okay. That's a spear type coupler. So it's literally a spear and a hole. Oh, and we always so. say like the male part has to go into the female part. Got it. So if we're ever taking equipment into the yard or has to get shot. Yeah, it's erotic. Trains are very erotic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So erotic. <laughs> Some of the shit that I've seen on that train is erotic. Um, but the compromised coupler is basically a knuckle coupler that connects to the spear. So okay. you spear on one end and now you can connect Coming in the other this MU to a knuckle type of couple. Okay. So you can connect multiple type of equipment together. You can't run it as a train, but you can take it to the shop and all that stuff, get it taken care Got of, it. and do a relay move. So let me ask you this. I mean, since I mean, there is such a thing as the Mile High Club, is there such a thing on trains? Uh, I'm not going to talk about that here. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that here. I'm not going to talk about you know, Come on. Listen, I, listen, by the time I got on the train, I was we got, ready. We got to jazz up this I was podcast in, somehow. When I was on the train, I was engaged, and then I was married, so I'm I don't know. I'm talking about you. I will I mean, say I'm, that, uh, listen, what happened, so... On the trains, there's a car that's not being used. Right. All right. It's called the deadhead. Okay. What happens in the deadhead stays <laughs> in the deadhead. You know, when you have three crews getting on that last train out of New York <laughs> and they got their, you know, they got their adult beverages. So that's the employees, but is there something going on with like the, the riders? Ever? Oh my God. All the is time. There? They're uh, the fucking worst, oh, dude. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. And according to my sister, it's even worse now because the trains are so empty. <laughs> so like there's no one there. So like, you know. Bring a blanket, baby. That's literally what happens. Like you'll see, like you'll think like some chicks, like you know, sleeping, and no, no. they're not. <laughs> you know, bathrooms are locked, and then they get out. But you know, that's the fun part. I always say, and I teach this to my students too. It's like when you're working on the train, and you ha- like, you know, you see a line out of the bathroom, and they're right, like, right. "This person's been in there for so long." Right, right, right. That's the worst part of the job because you don't know what's on the other side of that bathroom. Yeah, it serious. might be someone who's got a really bad stomach problem, right. and you knock, and they're like, "I'll be a minute," and you're like, "All right, leave them alone." It might be two people in there. Uh, it might be someone. Most of the time, it's someone who just doesn't have a ticket, doesn't want to pay, so they hide in the bathroom for like two stops. But on occasion, it might there. be you know, like I've had you know, junkies oh, passed wow. out in there. Holy shit! Like just out cold. How uh, big is the bathroom? I, like I haven't been on a train in a long, long time. Uh, it's not that big, but it's big enough. It's, so it's, it's bigger not, than it's an airplane. Like, that's what I was gonna say. It's a it's, little bit bigger than an airplane bathroom. Wow. Okay. But my sister opened it up one time and she knew it. She goes, God, I don't want to open this up. And when she did, sure enough, there they were, belt still around the arm, needle in the arm. And they're oh just my like, God. it's bad, man. Wow. You get desensitized to a lot of things very, very quickly. It ain't the Polar Express. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Tom Hanks is not going yeah. down there. I'm not walking around giving hot cocoa to little kids in pajamas like, oh, I believe. No, I don't believe. I don't believe a word you're telling me, sir. You didn't lose your Holy ticket. Shit, you're not funny. only going one stop. Get the fuck out of here. Polar I know what you're doing. Express. I know your tricks. Dude, you get oh, you get hardened quick on that train, man. Quick. Wow, that but, is so fucking funny. But yeah, God bless. God bless NJ Transit. Those trains, man. All right, so you're out in the yard. It's freaking cold. You're doing this work. Yeah, dude. Two days in a row. And you get, you come back home and... Just not feeling well. Not feeling it. So I was already not feeling well, and then now I'm out there, and I'm like, right. I get home, I'm like, oh, God. 
then like Benny got sick and Juliana got sick and now I'm freaking out. So I'm taking like, you know, at home COVID tests and nice, horrible, negative, no COVID. I was so mad. You wanted it. Well, you know why I was mad? Because it's (laughs) like, God forbid I have it. And I'm like, I already have it. So I should have antibodies. And full disclosure, surprise, surprise, Professor Miguel got the vaccine. I got vaccinated. Okay. So I'm like, don't fucking tell me I had it. Right. And I got the vaccine. And, and I got it again. Right. Are you then why am I doing this song and dance? Right. Why are we doing this is it's bullshit? Yeah. I'm freaking out. Steph's like, relax. I was like, no, it's madness. What's happening here? Right. I was like, it's all a lie. <laughs> then it came back negative. I was like, well, you know, honey, you gotta trust the science. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're funny. I was like, I'm just saying, got the vaccine, trust the science. Science doesn't wow. lie. Yeah. Oh, like, it was Nobody crazy. knows what the hell to do with this whole thing. It's like people are just acting <laughs> weird. I don't care what. You know what it is, too. It's like we're seeing the true evolution of a virus. Yeah. And that's a, you know what? That's a really good point. That's you know, exactly what you're seeing. We're seeing the evolution of a virus. And unfortunately, it's a virus that was very, very dangerous yeah. when it first appeared. Yep. And it created this, this fear and this commotion. But. The thing you have to understand about viruses is that the virus will evolve mm-hmm. to survive. Right. And this is, a, I'm not a fucking scientist, but this is, I've been reading and I've been hearing things. I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Right. I've been trying to learn about parasites and stuff like that. And in order for the virus to survive, it can't kill its host. Right. So it'll continue otherwise to evolve. Otherwise it dies. Otherwise right. it dies as well. Right. So it'll find a way to stay alive. Mm-hmm. So what happens in the evolution of most viruses is they start finding a way where they're less lethal. Yeah. So that's what we're seeing with COVID. It's yeah, like Omicron now, is definitely less lethal. I mean, it's more less lethal, virulent as far as like correct. spreading. Ooh, good word. Did you yeah, say virulent? Yes. Very it's right nice up word. here with sagacious and lugubrious. So. Is that like the <laughs> like goober peanuts? Yeah. Goober okay. Peanuts. There you go. Chocolate goober exactly. peanuts in the fucking ballpark. <laughs> if you guys are listening to this, Roy is clearly the smarter of the two. Um, <laughs> SAT words for all you high school kids. I know Manny and Max are probably still getting ready for I SAT. I don't want to say anything, but does the number 1400 mean anything to anybody really was that your sat score <laughs> that was actually my gre so <laughs> jesus christ but uh yeah. But yeah so that's what we're seeing we're seeing the true smart. the true i know you're smart <laughs> that's why i fucking got you on here it balances me out um it makes Le- me sound it makes it me sound smarter. It out. Yeah, 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 yeah it makes me sound smarter it's like like when you hang out with good looking people and you're not. It makes you you're automatically. That's why you, I hang out with you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know your way around girls a hell of a lot better than oh, I do. Man. Not anymore. I'm a fucking married man. I know my way around my wife, but now my way is trying to like avoid her. She's got all these fucking chores oh, for me. No. You know, man, she's home for Christmas break now with the kids. Okay. And like she's trying to cram all this shit. Uh, so like really? we'll have plans for tomorrow. She's like, we should do this tomorrow night. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? So give me the, like the top one or two chores she's got in mind for you. It's not chores. It's like events. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like we're, and that's great because like we're doing stuff with the kids. Right, right, right. Um, But it's just like, yo, you're killing me. Like, can I go back to work? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. But uh, speaking of Jesus Christ, happy birthday, HBD, okay. to my man, JC. Um, let's remember, keep Christ in Christmas, guys. Wait, hang on. I need to dumb that down for a second. HBD means happy birthday. Happy birthday. JC, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay I just want to make sure yeah. I'm like, I'm all yeah. up in these uh, yeah. acronyms. You know who Jesus is. I, I really do. He's, you know he he's one of mine. You probably, you probably know. He is one of you. I was going to say, you probably know more about him than I do. Um, but yeah, so we're seeing it in real time and, you know, it, it's... It's definitely the most contagious form, and people are really getting sick. Tell the story about the CVS, though. I'm oh, re- I love the story. So I'm freaking out because now, so my nose is, 
I never knew I had my nose broken. And then a couple of years ago, I went to go see an allergist. And you'll probably hear it in the podcast. I'm constantly like sniffing. <laughs> and it's because one of my nostrils I can barely breathe out of. And the other one, it's like, I can kind of breathe out of it. But I never want to admit it. That's because I've got my nose broken right, or right, this right. or that. Because then I, I feel I like. I see any bend in your nose. Though. There's no bend, but it's a little, you can touch it. Like it's that? a little wide. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just I naturally have a wide nose, so you don't notice it. Okay. But, um, and I don't like telling people like, oh, it's because my nose has been broken. Because I feel like it's like such, such like a fake tough guy thing to say. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I've had my nose broken. <laughs> but I don't know. I never knew. I <laughs> the fucking... black belt speech to the tough part. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah. to overdo you know, it. Sometimes I sneeze and like blood comes out. And I'm like, I don't know where the fuck is that from. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I try to scare people with it. I'm like, ah, oh, it's from the brake dust on the trains. But really, I'm like, there's something wrong in there. So for years, I told Steph, I'm like, something's wrong okay. with my nose. I've definitely right. had my nose broken. And she's like, oh my God, it's always something with you. It's always something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, listen. You knew going in when right. you met me. Right. I told you I was like, listen, this car might be shiny and good looking, but it's got a lot of miles. <laughs> right. It's gonna break down on you at some point. So I went to go see an allergist and you know, they're inspecting my nose and they're doing all this stuff. And she goes, uh, she's like, Have you ever had your nose broken? And I was like, Not that I know of. Right. She goes, Well, I can tell you right now, you definitely have. Right. I'm like, really? I'm like, how do you know? She goes, There's a lot of scar tissue in here. She's like, like a lot. You, she goes, I would recommend probably going to go see a, like an actual like, like doctor to get right. it like cleaned up. ENT like, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> so I, I come home. I'm like, I'm like, the doctor says that I should go see a nose specialist because right. I have a lot of scar tissue in my nasal passages. Right. Steph goes, oh God, can you just, can that hold out for a little bit? I'm like, no problem. I'll just not fucking breathe, breathe yeah. until you, we're ready for me to like take some days off. <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't need air. We're all right. But, uh, but yeah, so now when my sinuses get agitated, which takes less and less now because my allergies are so bad, right. uh, I don't remember the week that I was feeling like shit, it was like 55 on Monday. And then like 30 on Tuesday. Yeah, the weather was crazy. And then it started raining. Yeah. So all that, and I'm outside, and it's like, it starts with my nose, and that was it. And then I can't breathe, and then now I start getting in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I can't smell anything. I can't smell the Vicks. Oh, the whole I'm, I'm freaking out. Shit, I'm yeah. freaking out. Freaking out. Go to go to CVS at 4 o'clock in the morning, because I want to take an at-home test. I got to know. Is there anybody else in the place at 4 in the morning? No. no. Not <laughs> it's just you and... and yeah, just me and that's it. The, and the, the night help. Yeah, the night the night workers. So I'm walking around, walking around, trying to be discreet. And uh, the lady working there, an angel, comes up to me. She goes, can I help you with anything, darling? I was like, oh, no, I'm okay. Right. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> like three minutes later, she like taps me on the shoulder. She's like, you looking for a COVID test? And I was like, yes. I felt <laughs> so like ashamed. I don't feel good. Like dirty. Like I was telling people like, I got the plague. Yeah. And she's like. Follow me, honey. We don't keep it on the floor. And I was like, so as I'm following her, she goes, I knew you were looking for something. Four o'clock in the morning, I said, he either wants a COVID test or plan B. She goes, but I knew you weren't going to say anything. I was like, Jesus. I was like, that does make sense. This would be the time of night to come get a plan B. Uh, but then, you know, I, I, I got two tests and she goes, what symptoms do you have? Oh, by the way, that, I'm finally getting that joke. Plan B is like, you know, when the condom breaks or yeah. you don't pull out in time. Oh, my God. I'm finally getting yeah. that. That's what she's like. Story before. Yeah. I'm like, what is he talking about Plan B? <laughs> she's like, the only people that come here at 4 o'clock in the morning are the people that have, you know, <laughs> accidental, you know, sex. I thought Plan B was like, you're going to rob the place. You no. Know? <laughs> plan B, the pill. Plan I get B. It. I get it. Like, Plan A was abstinence or a condom or whatever. And Plan B is like. I get it. Like, now. I get yeah. it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Jesus, Roy. 
See, this is why I keep you around See, I'm too. So yeah. far out of the I'll dating help. scene. Jeez. Sorry, man. I'll keep you there. Plan Please B. Do. So uh so she's like, you know, I don't it doesn't sound like you have it. She's like, it sounds she goes, listen, allergies are bad. The weather last week was horrible. She goes, she goes, we have no allergy medicine. I don't know if you noticed that. I was like, no, I didn't. She goes, yeah. She goes, it's gone. Like all the Claritin is all gone. She's like, people are also getting sick. She's like, but I don't think you have it. She goes, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a negative test. And I was like, well, from your lips. And uh, sure enough, went home negative. Are you afraid of getting it though? I'm not afraid of it. I mean, I'm not afraid of getting it. I'm afraid of the consequences that come with it. Okay. As a business owner. Right. Okay. You know, like if, if Tim Smith gets COVID and doesn't train for two weeks, you know, no one's going to notice. Right. But if Professor Miguel gets sick. Right, right, right. Professor's got COVID. Professor's got COVID. Well, he must have gotten it here. And now what happens is everyone who trains who has a spouse or kids or people who are nervous. Right, right, right. It becomes a thing. I get it. I get it. You know. I didn't even think about it from that aspect. Yeah. You're so right. that's why I got the vaccine. Right. It had nothing to do with my health. It's like, I can't get sick. Right. You know, I don't, like, I'm pretty confident that if, you know, well, I did have it and I was fine. I got my sense of smell back in 36 hours, right. you know, and I felt fine. I was sick for a day. But this new variant's really fucking people up. Yeah, but we were discussing this. I mean, it, it, while but it's much more prevalent, wood. it's just not as strong, you know? It's not It's not taking them out. And there, was a, uh, and there was a guy that was talking about, it, uh, I think Dr. Scott Atlas, he was saying that, like, this is the last dying gasp of this whole thing, thankfully. I hope, man. You know? Let's get back to fucking... I don't think we ever go back to normal. I do. I we do. go back to normal, but there's always going to be remnants of it. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, like like the plastic protection between you and the cashier, that's not going away. Really? I don't think that's going to go away. It's not going to be like Target's so. all of a sudden going to be like, take them down, we're free. They're going to be like, nah, leave it up, because you know what? There's shit out there. You're always going to see What about people. masks? Do you think they're going away? No. You think people are going to really uh, yes. rock the masks? Yeah. It? I think you know what you're going to see? You're going to see people from like, end of October to April right, wearing right. the mask like flu season flu right. season is mask season I gotcha, I gotcha. and then what's going to happen is they're not going to wear the mask one day and they're going to get sick right. and they're going to be like see this is why I wear my mask and it's like no it's because your immune system is totally shit Yeah, because you haven't breathed any germ you've only breathed your hot breath for the last like two three months <laughs> yeah I'm not a mask guy either I just kind of wing it you know what I am I what's am that? a you should be allowed to make your own decisions oh no doubt yeah I don't think yeah. anyone should be enforcing. Nobody should be like casting aspersions on somebody for wearing it or not wearing you it. You shouldn't be kicking kids out of Applebee's because they don't have a vaccine exactly. card. Yeah. I think that's fucking horrendous. Absolutely. That's horrendous. Yeah. I think any type of division or separation of people based on class or status or race or creed or color or vaccination status is yeah. absolutely disgusting. Absolutely agree. And it shouldn't be done. And I know people are going to say, well, you know, you're killing people. Well, vaccinated people are getting sick too. Right. Vaccinated people are continuing to spread it. The mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns were 100% vaccinated, but 37 of their players got it. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles, 17 of their players got it. There were so many positive cases in the NFL that they had an emergency owners meeting to figure out what was going on. So It's really I, pulling the rug out from a lot of that, uh, that argument. Listen, one of my best friends is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Vaccinated, booster, wore a mask. You know what, though? 
I hang out with him more than any of my other friends because we understand our boundaries, yep. how we feel, and we respect the other one. That's a great and way to put boundaries. And we don't judge the other one. Yeah. And when he's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that, I'm like, you know what? I respect that. Right. Or when I'm like, you know what? I morally don't feel comfortable doing this. He's like, I get it. I respect it. Because there's so much happening right now where it's like, you don't know who's right or wrong. And we're not yeah. going to know for years. So and respect, there's no settled science about this either. I love when people are like, trust yeah. us. It's like science is... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Catchphrase. Right. They could turn the show into a drinking game. It's like every time Miguel says, here's the thing, you got to take a Absolutely. shot. Every time Roy says, so let me ask you this, right. got to take a <laughs> shot. So for all you college kids, tapping in. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, I listened to him on this thing called Master Masterclass, and he starts talking about what science really is. Good dude. He's like, science is something that's continued to be proven or disproven over time. Right. That is science. Mm-hmm. He's like, it starts off as a theory. You believe something. Well, you test it and test it and test it and test it and test it. And after mm-hmm. years and years and years, if it's correct, then it'll become a hypothesis. Where now you can go at, at scientific data and say, okay, well, we've learned that if this happens or if this is in place, then this is a result. Right. So now something you believed has scientific data, so it becomes a hypothesis. He's like, if that hypothesis continues to be proven years and years and years and years, well, now it becomes a law. Where it's like, this is what it is. He goes, but here's the great thing about science. Eventually, it'll be continue to be proven, or at some point, it'll be disproven. Right. Or something will come along, they'll be like, ah, da, 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 da. But sometimes this can happen. He's like, and we see that with space, and we see it with this. And he was talking about how like, you know, they try to find planets. And, you know, you do it this way. He's like, but... Then something happened where we found a planet, but we didn't look for it that way. Mm. I said, well, wait a minute. Now we have to reevaluate the science and see, well, where is there a loophole? Where is this? But it's years, decades, centuries of studying these things to have the science behind it. Yeah. Which is why when people tell me, well, the science, it's like, what science? There is none, yeah. This is a science and project it's not a popularity right contest where like 97 out of 100 Scientists believe this or that. It, it's just and, and that's listen, not the way science is done. If someone says, I trust the science, I'm like, okay, good for you. I don't. Mm-hmm. You go to Six Flags. People say, I trust King Daka. Awesome. Go ride it. I don't. So I won't. Right. Because my luck, I'll be the one where the shit explodes. You know what I mean? It's like, but here, but no one will tell you or judge you for not getting on a roller coaster. No one will judge you for not visiting a certain place. But people will judge you for not getting vaccinated or for getting vaccinated. And I don't think you should judge either one. It's your decision. And it shouldn't be... That was the whole argument. I mean, it became political, unfortunately, but that's been the whole argument, that there's a a sort of split in the country along those lines. I mean... And that's the last thing we need in this country is more division. Oh, of course. We don't need division. You know... But it was used politically, unfortunately. It's it's unfortunate. It should never have been, but whatever. I mean, you know... All I could say is this. I think the masks, for good or worse, are probably around forever. But Yeah. And, that, and listen, that's fine. If you want to wear a mask, wear yeah, a mask. Go for it. Go for it. I'm not going to judge. But don't fucking tell me I got to wear one. Yeah, exactly. Why? When, Why? You, when you walk in the supermarket or the mall, what would you say? It's about 5 out of 10 at this point or 6 out of 10 that we're masking up? Yeah, I'd say it's like right around 50-50. Yeah, it's about 50-50. You know what's the wild time. thing? <laughs> you could tell how people were voting for this last election oh, based yeah. on whether or not they were wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, I know who he's voting for. Like, You could tell. You could tell. That's what... <laughs> I may as what well a... have worn a MAGA hat without my yeah, mask Yeah, I know, dude. That was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I grew out a beard. I got a truck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is red country, baby. I'm like, that's it. I'm not hiding no more. Don't tell nobody I got the vaccine. I'm and we're in New Jersey. Too, I'm going to so lose my like, red card if they find out I got the like poison. We're in like a blue state, New Jersey. <laughs> Jersey's such a wild state, though. It is. <coughs> Our last gubernatorial uh, election showed that. Oh, yeah. we're It's pretty close. It's 50-50. It was yeah. too close. Oh, wow. You know, by the way, I think I saw Jack in the uh, in the dry cleaners. Yeah, yeah, the dude is in. Uh, he's a pretty happy dude now. I don't even know if he really, really wanted to win. I mean, I know he wanted to win, but it's like he seemed like he's pretty happy. Like, I think you know what I think it was. Uh, as as a state, I think we 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 said what we had to say. Yeah, yeah, it certainly uh, went that way in Virginia. Yeah, we said what we had to say without saying it. It yeah. was supposed to be a landslide victory, and yeah. it was not. No. Nah. You know, well, Bergen uh, County, man, 100% of the votes were in. He won. And then somehow overnight, 4,000 votes came in. It's like, okay, we see what's going on. I've seen that uh, that story before, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into the whole pop. Well, I actually do, but I don't know. We always say we're not going to talk politics. Listen, man, what it comes down to at the end of the day, it's like there's a system. Yeah. We're not a part of that system. We're not a part of that club. We can only do so much, yeah. um, but we can make our voices heard. Yeah. And I think people need to realize that. And I, I think our voice is more powerful than people believe. And if there's things... That I hope so, because I think a lot of people kind of walked away from the last election thinking that their voices are not being heard, you know, or that there's some kind of machination going on, you know, that that's you know fraudulent or whatever the word is and this and that. And unfortunately, rightly or wrongly, a lot of people feel that way. And it, it, has, it should be addressed. And unfortunately, a lot of people really want to brush it under. And, you know, it's it's disheartening, man. It is. Well, I think one well, thing I think with the presidential election, a lot of people felt that way. Exactly. It was like this is something dirty happened. But I know I did. So <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say much. But here's the thing: people want to say like, oh, you know, people are like yelling at Trump, like, how dare he say that? And it's like, okay, but you realize the same thing happened. Yeah, exactly as he told you it was gonna happen. Yeah, but it also happened, you know, 20 years ago. Mm. Remember the hanging Chad situation? Oh yeah, down in Florida. Recount in Florida. And the governor in Florida happened to be the the brother of the president elect. Yeah. And then there were counties in Michigan that never even got counted. Like yeah. a lot. It's happened before. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and back then I was a D. So it was like, I was like calling bloody Some murder. I still think you're a D. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was, you know, I was 18. So I was, you know, right. full blown. Was that your first election? 2000? No. Okay. No. My first election was, uh. George W. and uh, John Kerry. John Kerry. Oh, that's 2004. 2004 was my first election. I always feel bad about that election. I'll tell you why. My, uh, I, I went into the, to the booth with my son, and he was, what, 2004? He was about eight years old. And I said, Jay, who do you think we ought to vote for? And he goes, Dad, you got to vote for the president. And so I said, okay, we'll vote for the president. And then I pressed the button for Kerry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. always feel bad that I like... You lied to your I kid. I lied to my son. You're like, that's a good choice, kid. But it's the wrong one. Right. And then about a year later, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking voting for that moron? You know? Listen, man, I was young and, and you know, I didn't know any better. I'm not going to say I didn't know any better. That's what you know. And it's funny. We talk about this at work. We talk about... uh when we go through like the EEO process sure. and you know, we're talking to the students, it's like you have to send perspective and perspective is created based on life experience mm-hmm. and your own personal knowledge. So you can't tell someone that their perspective is wrong because you haven't lived their life. Right. Right. Um, 
So as you know, that's the whole thing. Like some people be like, well, I think you and Roy are wrong. And it's like, you might think we're wrong. Right. Based on the way you lived your life. But based on how I live my life and the things I've gone through, I can tell you that I think you're wrong. Yeah. You know? But there's some hysterics out there, like the gal you uh, spoke to about your uh, meme. Yeah, dude. I got accused of being an anti-Semite. Yeah. I was like, what? Do you not listen to my podcast? I was like... Well, every time you choke me out, I think you're an anti-Semite, but that's another story. But I do that because I love you, Roy. <laughs> I do that because I love you. There's a lot you. of love in the choke. If I treated you any differently <laughs> because of your religion, then that's a problem. But like, guys, don't heel hook Roy, you know? <laughs> you know, Jewish people got weak ankles. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know if Jewish people have weak ankles. I don't fucking know. That's it. <laughs> We're canceled. That's a wrap. Nice knowing you, you guys. You got the wrong stereotype. No, you got the wrong stereotype yeah. with the weak ankles. Yeah. See you later, guys. <laughs> We're not that crowd. It's a later, guys. Do you yeah, get this one though? And like, there's a guy that I speak to politically. I don't have many people that I talk to politics, but he calls me up, and I always fucking know it's going to be an hour long conversation. Why do you pick up? Because he leaves a message and then I got to call him back anyway. No, you fucking don't. Come on. You text Seriously, You text, you... be like, hey, dude, just got your voicemail um, I can't in, get in the weeds right now. What's up? I, okay, but then sooner or later he's calling me <clears> and I feel like I have to speak to him. That's your first mistake. Fuck that. You don't have any of those people where you feel like you get a phone call, you, ha- you got to take that phone call? No. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I'm, je- I'm literally jealous. No. I've got about three people that I know I'm on the phone for, for an hour. With these people. I mean, my mom, but she doesn't count. I have to answer her phone calls. <laughs> my mother's phone conversations are usually like, how are you? Good. Okay. Everything I write at home? Yes, it is, Ma. Okay. That's it. Yeah. That's my <laughs> My mom's new thing is like, okay, well, I can tell you're busy. And I'm like, yo, I am. <laughs> like, what do you want me to tell you? I got a full-time job, a business, a wife, right. two kids. What What? What time do I have? But I, I do. I will say, I got to make time for my mom. I do. I love so her. you don't have any people in your life that you know you're on the phone for 30 plus minutes. No, I'm a dick on the phone. Wow. So I'm there's jealous. a guy. I got to say I'm jealous. Listen, you got to be, I got, a, I got be three or four of those people. You got to be a life. dick. There is a guy I work with, okay. you know, nice guy. But when he calls you, he's very long winded <laughs> and it takes him forever to spit out what he's trying to say. Right. <laughs> and, and I work with him and I have to work with him like we have to coordinate certain things because he's in he's in charge of like safety and all this right, stuff right, right, right. and i'll answer the phone i'm like this is how i answer the phone he's like what's up miguel i'm like chris you got three minutes spit it out and he's like <laughs> well hello to you too i'm like no i'm being serious you I was manage like, expectations i was like, right I was like you're bat. down to two and a half minutes what's going on he goes what are you doing this i was like i have a business i have a, two kids i have a right. wife i have a job i'm answering emails <laughs> you're down to two minutes listen for more this why are you gonna be everything i'm like yeah we can do it next monday and is anything else no, I guess that's it. Awesome. Nice talking to you, Chris. Have good. It's like, hey, listen, quick question. What are you doing for Christmas? Hanging out with my family. Goodbye. Click. I don't got fucking time. Wow. I don't I'm have jealous. time. jealous. Like I said, I got three people that I, I got to get into these long convos with. Yeah, because you're too nice. No, I'm really not nice. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Or you're I fucking just, bored and you well, want to talk to I'll tell you this. My uncle, my uncle is, I hate to say these, he's 85, 86. So he starts to, uh, you know, talk on the same topic over and over again. So I kind of get a kick out of it. When like he'll say, you know, he describes his time in high school back in the 40s or something like that. And then I'll and like about two minutes into the conversation, I'll say, boy, tell me about your time and, you know, in high school and this and that, you know. And so he'll just like it's almost like hitting a loop. Like he'll just rewind the same topic over and oh, over and over again. Oh, it's just going over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God my aunt doesn't listen to this. That was a little I mean, cruel, but I get yeah, it. I do it all the time. <laughs> now, I'm really good with texting, though. It's like I'm like. 
boom, boom, boom. And this is the way I end texts. I always do the thumbs up. I do okay. the thumbs up emoji. That's like, and that's like, the end. That's gotcha. It. Over yeah. and out. Yeah. Okay. That, Makes that's, sense. Uh, I get a lot of messages, man. I know. It's a lot. I tell people, if you text me, I don't get back to you within five, 10 minutes. You got to text me again because maybe like I was away from my I'm phone. I'm honored for, when you get back in touch. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, maybe I was away from my phone for like five minutes or 10 right, minutes. Right. And for most people, you know, that's nothing for me. It's like, I'm going to come back and there's going to be an Instagram message, a school message, two, two text messages, a voicemail. Right. And I'm yeah. like, and everything's, you know, unfortunately my phone's not as compartmentalized as my life. Mm-hmm. So it's all mishmashed and I got to figure out like, who am I fucking talking to? All right. This has to do with work. This has to do with school. This right, is right, staff. Right. And I'm trying to like balance everything. So sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I'll message this person back in an hour. Right. And then I forget. Doesn't it bug you when they don't get back in touch with you on texting? Nope. That bugs the shit out of me. Nope. Like I text somebody is like, I'm purposely expecting you to get back in touch with me. You know? If, listen, if they don't get back to me, it's like good. <laughs> it's fucking one, I feel like fourth. I'm like one last thing. One like, last one last thing. Now like, you oh. have uh, do you have like a? I have like A B C friends. An A friend is a person <laughs> that like I fucking better be in that A group. You are, you are. All bullshit aside, you know, there are certain guys that are in my A group and it's like, I'll respond to them quickly. I'll deal with them. These are the guys in my band. These are the guys that that I do jits with. And these are like my family members, that kind of thing. Those are my A guys. Then I got my B guys, which are like, yeah, you know, I like spending time with them, that sort of thing. But it's like, I'm not going to get back to you right uh, away. Yeah, you ain't getting my, uh, my full attention here. And then C are usually the people that just start asking me advice or something like that and they're acquaintances more than anything like that and like but you don't you don't separate your friends in, in your mind that way no i separate people based on how much do i give a shit <laughs> the same thing yeah i say you know but i, I want to say like a b c like for example perfect example uh and it doesn't have to do with whether or not they train right because so no, I'll give you, this could be a family member yeah it could be so i'll give you an example there was uh someone that you know you know is taking care of some life aspects and they had to get taken away from the mats but I love this person with all my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Charlie. I love Charlie. I love Charlie too. I get back to Charlie. Where is that mofo? Uh, he's up in North Jersey for a little bit. Just had is a baby. It? Well, the kids, I think. Number two? Like, he's got two? No, no. He's got the first one. I always That's say two. he just had a baby. The baby's about to be like two. <laughs> Fucking time I think you. I think time you flies, had, uh, think they had Charlie before uh, Juliana was born, no? Uh, no. I right. I think Juliana was already a year. Okay. They had Charlie like uh, a little Charlie Otis, uh, like right in the middle of COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, I came here if it was like yeah, right yeah. before. Yeah, right we brought after. a present to their house and they, they gave me the, 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 the door screen. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, he's doing some of the things that he's got to do. But, like, yeah. I love that guy. Like, he's oh, one of those guys, like, beautiful guy. you know, and the day's going to come when he'll be back and I can't wait, you yeah. know, but I get back to him immediately, yeah. you know. And then there's some people where it's just like, man, like, I can't, I can't just keep answering your fucking questions. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, you, you know, like, there's guys who train here and, like, Dom, Dom's the fucking worst. Is he really? He's the fucking worst. Because you know what? It is? He'll send me like memes and funny stuff. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah, but it's like, it's like yeah. legit conversations. It, it, sometimes it gets, it, it, it wears on me when people only reach out to me to, you know, ask questions. Yeah, I get it. You're in a much different position than I am though. Like you are, you have to almost kind of be in that role. You know, it... I don't want to say we're at this point at the school yet, 
But I remember, you know, when I started, when I was at Ricardo's and, you know, you had to get to a certain level before you got Ricardo's attention. Right. And, you, you know, Tom even said it at the black belt ceremony that we had a black belt ceremony last week. Congratulations to the new black belts. Um, John Rule, congratulations. Guy's been training forever. He's a, he's a fucking beast. Um, James Meals. Did you say Ja Rule? Ja Rule. John Rule. <laughs> uh, you know, strong dude, older dude. Uh, 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 I can't remember who else got it. Uh, James Meals got his black belt. Uh, who else? Oh, Jesus Malaga, House of Salt. Congratulations, he got his black belt. A couple brown belts. Uh, three new women got their brown belts. Uh, Danielle um, got her black, her brown belt. Uh, Sarah and Serena uh, got their their uh, brown belts. So anyway, it, it was it was a great event. But Tom's up there and he's talking. He's like, you know, I know everyone wants my time. Everyone wants my attention. He goes, but you know, unfortunately, like. You know, if you're a white belt, you're probably not going to get a lot of my attention. Yeah. He's like, and it has nothing to do against you, but, you know, you're a white belt. You've been here two, three months. You want my right. attention? Okay. And then you quit in six months. And then you break my heart because I invested in you. I believed in you and you quit. Right. right. He's like, there's so many times I can do that. He's like, be here for a while. Put in some time. Earn right. my attention. Right. And I'm like, fuck. That's a great way of putting it. Earn my attention. And that's what it is. It's like, like I kind of feel like that with some people. And it's yeah. just like, you want my attention? Shut the fuck up, show up, train, and then eventually I'll be like, what's going on? Because it's not like I only pay attention to like, like Max and Manny are not like the guys that I pay attention to. I'm not like, oh my God, Max and Manny. No, there are people that don't train that I pay attention to. Right, right. I trained with uh, Nick tonight, Nick, Nicky Ferrigno. Great fucking name. Nick is. He's a white belt. He's got a great haircut yes they call him aaron Rodgers. yeah he, the morning yeah, crew calls him guy. aaron Rodgers. he's a good guy he's a really really good kid but he's like he's a white belt he doesn't compete yeah. but guess what he's here so often yeah 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 and he trains that like today i'm like you know what i do want to get around with you i want to see where you're at i want to see how you feel let's right. see where your progression's at because you're here a lot he's strong he's strong strong as shit. he felt great yeah he felt great you know he earned that right. he earned that and, and yeah. some people just try to skip the line and it's like man i can understand like the school's growing we're yeah. getting busier. Like, like, really ask yourself, like, is this something that... I'm I was going to ask you one time to? about that. If there is some sort of a threshold in your mind as far as time where you start to pay more attention to somebody. But I guess it's, you know, really an individual I thing. will give everyone my attention in the beginning. Yeah. I and it. then you'll either keep it or you'll lose it. Yeah. Like, if I all your that. effort is coming through text messages, <laughs> I'm not responding anymore. Yeah, I always felt that was overstepping my bounds a little bit. You know, people do it, man. You know, I'm I'm also very accessible. I make myself very accessible to people. I guess so. I guess yeah. so. By the way, before we uh, keep going, I promised I would do this. We have a listener, hmm. and uh, across the pond, England, in England, Ooh, I love in that. England, love that country. Um, so his son is a big fan of the show. His son's oh, name awesome. is Logan. All right, Logan. So, Logan, uh, Merry Christmas, dude. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope you're listening. I'm sure you are. Ignore the naughty words. <laughs> How but, old uh, is Logan? I think he's like seven or eight. Oh, he's a kid. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, we're geez. Yeah, we got kids that listen to this show. What? The yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on, <laughs> but they do. The, <laughs> we're going to have to start editing it. It's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Parental advisory. So Logan's uh, Logan's dad though is obviously listening. Logan's as dad well. listens. Yeah, man. So I will direct this to Logan's dad. You want to know how how cool I am? Before I got married, I used to date a page three girl. 
Okay. That's how Page cool. Page three. Yeah. Logan's dad knows what I'm talking about. Does he? Okay. A page three girl is, uh, they used to have this newspaper in uh, England called The Sun. And, uh, S-U-N? Yeah. And they the, still have it, don't they? The, yeah, they do. And the third page used to be a topless girl. This is a newspaper. This is like the New York Post on the third page having a topless now girl. Now that's, that's how I'd want to hear about COVID. There you go. Like I that. Used, <laughs> and I used to date one of those girls. A teaspoon of sugar. So there you. you go. We're going to have a separate... Uh, <laughs> That's how cool I was, Logan's dad. Tapping in after dark. (laughs) That show is going to be super popular. Well, let's segue over to uh, the the holiday. Okay. Okay. And uh, I mean, Christmas is uh, like I like I described to you before as a uh, as one of the Jewish people of this planet. I always look at Christmas as like my best friend's really, really hot girlfriend that I can't can't touch, (laughs) can't touch, but I can look at. You know, kind of thing. You hold strong, Roy. Yeah. You hold strong. Yeah, yeah. So Not a lot me. of your people do, man. I know a lot of Jews that got Christmas trees. Yeah. Don't, well. It's like, oh, well, my husband's not Jewish. I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, that in itself. <laughs> I was walking I my dog around the block the other day, and uh, this woman comes out. She wished me a happy Hanukkah. And I said, I didn't even know you're Jewish. She goes, yeah, I am. But I go, but I'm looking at the size of that fucking massive Christmas tree you got in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you're Jewish like the Pope is Jewish, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. By the way, Logan's dad's name is Mark. Mark. Shout out, shout out to Mark. I hope things are going well for you over there in England. It's it, uh, it's a pretty cold time of year over there. You said cool or cold? Cold. cold. It's very, very cold. Very like cold weather-wise? Weather yeah. I've heard the weather in England is shit. It kind of is. They have two seasons. It's It's winter and August the 14th. <laughs> How's that for a joke? The fuck is August the fourteenth? Is <laughs> nothing. That it's just one fucking it's day that's day. warm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's wild, dude. I keep hearing it's like it's like shitty weather over there. It is, but you know what? England has produced so many cool things. I mean, everything from just like the James Bond to the music. I, I mean, the music. I, it, it's you can go on and on and on about the great things that they do. I mean, I just hear it's a great, great country. I've never been, but. I'd love to visit. Well, you know, they have one of the things that, you know, we don't have in America, which is uh, history. (laughs) People don't realize how young of a country we really are. That's a good point. Like, you know, like you can go to England and there's buildings that are a thousand years old. There are buildings older than our whole country. Yeah. Yeah. It's really wild when you think about it. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people got pissed off when they were talking about like redoing the Notre Dame or Notre Dame uh, Cathedral in France because they're like, they're like modernizing it when. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is. Yeah. This is history. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you got things, be, you know, BC. <laughs> like we're celebrating Christmas. So like we've been around before he was around. I mean, think about it this way. Like the Romans were in England, you know, <laughs> like that's it, how when, when you really think about it, it's crazy. They go way back. But yeah, going into the holidays, man. Uh, so tell me, do you prefer a, uh, all right. I was wondering how to address Christmas, but I do have mm-hmm. a bunch of questions for you on this. So. Do you prefer Christmas now as an adult or when you were a kid? It was different when I was a kid because I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Okay. All right. So there was no Christmas tree. There were no. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. Know that. Dude, I didn't have my first Christmas tree until I was married. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's, you know, I don't have like an ornament like baby's first Christmas. I don't have that <laughs> shit. My first ornament is like, you know, first married ornament. Like, I think when Steph and I like first got in our apartment, that's when I had my first Christmas tree. No, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. Um, we start, 
we started doing Christmas trees probably like a year or two after my grandma passed away. Okay. Um, that was so pretty pro- recent. Uh, like my early 20s. Okay. So, but I'm just saying in, in your life. Yeah, it that's was, it was recent. You know, 10, 15, 10. Yeah. Well, yeah I remember too, like ago. my mom and my aunts uh, also grew up Jehovah's Witness. Right. So you can tell in my Aunt Rosie, you know, she goes out. The tree, the uh, lights. It's like it's like this is what happens when a child, you know, oppressed. They can't they can't put fucking it. lights in their house. I get it. So it's you know she's uh, this year for Christmas I got her a uh, the Hallmark ornament. It's not even an ornament. It's like a fucking thing uh, of uh, <laughs> of uh, who's a uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, oh uh, Clark or uh, yeah, a. Clark. Clark or Clark's a. lighting the fucking Christmas tree yeah, and it yeah, all yeah. lights up. So like the whole thing lights up with little LEDs. Yeah. It's like. All these Christmas songs. Dad, you taught me everything I knew about yeah. I know about exterior lighting. Yeah. <laughs> She's a beaut, Clark. <laughs> Shares full. <laughs> I love that movie. Something really nice. I still say that all the time. Like mom's like, what you guys get for Christmas? I was like, oh, we got him something really yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> that Eddie character is fantastic. Oh, he's the Best. I quote yeah. movies all the time in yeah. my life, just to see, like, in like like momentous occasions. I right. quote movies, right. like uh, the first time I took my family out for dinner. You know, school had been doing pretty well. I was working in yeah, transit. Yeah. I had a little bit of, you know, I was doing okay. Oh, cashish. Yeah, had something. <laughs> so you know, we went out to eat, and the check comes out, and uh, the check doesn't even come out. Actually, I gave it to the I gave the waiter my my card. I was like, here, dude, like I got this. <laughs> so he comes out. My mom's like, okay, everybody. I was like, I was like. Nah, nah. I got this. I got this. She's like, you paid for this? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you paid for everyone. And I'm like, I did. It was a nice restaurant. It didn't begin with a Mick. No, it did not. <laughs> or an Apple. Um, None of the appetizers. No. It started with an M. It started. It did start with an M, though. Nice. But uh, So she's like, you can afford this without even thinking. I, I lean back and try. I'm like, mama, your son did it. Your son's a success. <laughs> You don't nice. have to work. That's a great call. And no one's factory no more. And she's like, I don't get what you're doing. And my other aunt, Rosie, she's like, he's doing Scarface. She's like, that was a good one. <laughs> so like now we're going every now and then, you know. Then COVID hit now. I'm like, I'm not paying for shit. I'm like, we're splitting this. We're fucking splitting this four ways. Grab your own debit card, Mary Lou. I'm like, we got to put it away. We're not paying for anything. But uh, no, it was good. It felt good to be able to do that for one time. But That's a beautiful thing. So, all right, so you had the Christmas tree for the first time. We would sneak like Christmas toys. Like that's we, you know, what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we get like some Christmas, but it wasn't every Christmas. It's like you know, it was it was weird. But you know, we don't want to ask the something. obvious question, but it had to bum you out a little bit. Did it bum you out not getting Christmas presents? No, because we have Hanukkah. Yeah, I mean, I was getting like presents at the yin yang when oh, I was a kid. Yeah, no, I didn't have there that. Were shitty ones, but you know, because like that's that's a big misconception. Everyone thinks you're getting eight great presents. No. You start out with one good one, and then it's like a diminishment from there until <laughs> you until you're down to like a fucking. Till you end on the dreidel. Till you end. <laughs> right, here you fucking go. That was it, man. <laughs> here you go, Roy. Here's your dreidel. You're like, clay. listen. I get the song says out of clay, but you could have got me a fucking good one. Times have changed. I've seen the fucking nice ones. They got plastic ones that actually spin. Oh, you go to Williams and Sonoma. They got some. They got some real. Dude, don't get bit. me started on that fucking place. My God, the money I spend there. They make this like this like burger sauce. It's like twelve dollars. Oh, it's good so good. It's, good shit. it's everything. And there's a whole wall of really good sauces yes. there. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, yeah. uh, Steph gets me one every year for Christmas. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. She got me the hot dog one one year. I was like, oh. Do you ever do like the peppermint bark and all that shit? Ill. No. No. Disgusting. All right. Candy should not taste like toothpaste. 
Like, I don't understand that. Yeah, it's fucking Like, bad. people who are like... You're, so you don't like a York peppermint patty? No, I mean, I, that's different, though. Because, like, I no. want the... Re- it's, I don't know what it is. It's something about that like I can do. You don't like the whole mint thing throws no, you off. No, man. Or, like, when people are like... <laughs> like, 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 when people get, like, mint chocolate chip. Yeah, I don't get that either. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Get. Listerine with Hershey's chocolate syrup. That's what you're eating. That's fucking gross. <laughs> Oh my god, it's delicious. No, it's not. No, you're it's not. weird <laughs> and you're like hiding all your weirdness and avoiding therapy by eating shit tasting ice cream. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. If these people saw a therapist and it addressed what was wrong with them, mm-hmm. they'd get regular ice cream. You know, so it's strawberry. all about psychosis. I got it. Yeah, People's man. They're they're fucking really damaged. If you're eating mint chocolate chip, <laughs> something's wrong with you. My wife eats mint chocolate chip and she married me, so clearly a lot of red flags there. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it, man. Mm. I'm trying to I think if there's anything it. where I think about people. I, I guess when people order like rum raisin, I don't get that. Like anything with like alcohol in my dessert, like tiramisu. Or See, I kind of get that. You get that? Yeah, I kind of get like, it. Like bourbon pecan pie. But you like bourbon. I, no, I like pecan pie. And then when they fuck it up with bourbon in there, I'm like, there should be a separating wall is my point. But see, there should be, be a little segregation going on in, uh, in desserts. With the food, I agree. You know what else bothers me? I, I mean, now as I get older, I kind of understand it a little bit more. Yeah, but in my younger years, this was infuriating to me. What's that? The people who get the chocolate vanilla swirl. <laughs> I don't get that either. <laughs> Fucking pick one. I don't get it. Pick one. <laughs> I get it. I just want to taste both, but you're not getting either. I know. You're yeah. licking one side, licking the other side. You've got to change your whole eating method. Yeah. You're segregating them. Like nobody licks up the middle. Right. Nobody licks the chocolate vanilla part. No, you're licking one part or the other, but you're like, I like both. I you're totally fucking greedy and can't that. make decisions in your life. You know what also I can't stand? How about that friggin' ice cream that has like chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry? Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, I can't stand that because it's like, I like the segregation. You know I, what I think that is? I think that's like when you got a lot of kids and like Timmy likes chocolate, Joey likes vanilla, and little, little Peggy Sue likes strawberry. You're like, I'm not yeah. spending $15 on three pints. I'll spend $5. Yeah. There you go. Fend for yourself. Yeah. I don't know, but there are certain things that I like. Like, to me, I really, really dig chocolate. So it's like, I, when I'm thinking dessert, I think chocolate. Yeah, not my I'm thing. not thinking alcohol in my chocolate. I can see that, though. Yeah. I, I get it. I get. I can get why you don't you. see that. I appreciate your uh, your understanding. But my, the mint uh, chocolate chip, fuck that. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 there's got to be like, like when you go into Baskin Robbins, they have to have like a whole category of like the, the best is probably Rocky Road. And then you get down to the shit ones at the bottom. Rocky Road? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you like, guys. like cotton candy birthday cake shit. You know, like nobody's eating that stuff. That's too much, man. Yeah. It's just too much shit going on. You know, you know, you know what ice cream I like? Free ice cream. Oh, God. I like vanilla soft serve ice cream with the rainbow awesome. sprinkles. Like That's Rita's? It. With I'll the fuck, custard? I'll fuck with Rita's. I love Rita's. I'll get Rita's. A little Italian ice with the custard. Yeah. I can get down with that. I dig that. A little gelato action going. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> but going back, fucking, fucking, we're clearly in the holidays. So we're talking Christmas, like fat asses. yeah. What the, the the discussion was your Christmas as a kid versus your Christmas as an adult. But I enjoyed my Christmases of, as a kid because we would but, get gifts, you know, and okay. you know, but it was like all like secret and and it was fun. <laughs> Don't tell them. But it wasn't it wasn't the same magic. That's you know, what like, I was getting at, yeah. You know, whereas now with my kids. You're giving them that. Yeah, man. And it's yeah. awesome. And like 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 this, I can relate to. I remember being a kid getting Christmas gifts, right? So you get your Christmas gifts, and now it's Christmas break. So I'm going to spend the next week 
playing Madden, playing my <laughs> got by the way, rest in peace, John Madden. He's yeah. more than a video game. Good guy. guy was a legend, he great really coach. Was. And you know what? He never got he was he was a decent human being too. Yeah, the thing about Madden, and like I said, <laughs> as as an older person, I kind of I remember him as a coach. You know, like the '77 Dude. Raiders. You Steph, yeah, you remember that whole thing. My wife literally only thought he was a video game guy. Oh, okay. She's like, "Well, what else did he do?" I was like, "Steph, he was like, he won 13 yeah. Emmys." She's like, "For what?" I was like, "For commentating with Pat Summerall." Yeah, he was. She's like, "Well, did he ever do anything with like football?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Who?" I'm like, "He won a fucking Super Bowl." She's yeah. like, "Oh." 1975. Like, as a player, I'm like, no, as a coach of the LA Ra- of the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders, man. I'm just like, just win, baby. Just win, baby. Very cool. People don't know. Even till his dying day, he did not like talking about the uh, Franco Harris catch. I don't blame him. He, but he of was, course, he talked about the uh, the catch with his tight end and the uh, uh, you know the kicking the ball in there, dude. Hey, yep. he he's he believes Dave that he should have a Super Bowl. Ten seasons as an NFL head coach, yeah. never had a losing I think he record. For, uh, wasn't he with Vince Lombardi? I think so. I think that he in was. his earlier years, yeah. but you know, so Christmas break bet. I'm playing Madden. Right. I'm playing with my new toys. I'm wearing my new sneakers. So Benny is now five. Juliana is kind of getting it. She gets excited because she sees her brother getting excited. Ah, that's sweet. But then Christmas morning happens, and you know she opens up the gifts, and she's overwhelmed. Ah. So she just plays with her old toys. Like no, no, really? like, like yeah. So she's just like, I don't know what to do with this. Wow. And we're like, Juliana, play with this. Play, and she's like, okay, okay. And she like, she's realized like, oh, these are all like these are mine. Yeah, like they're mine. She understands her birthday, but then Christmas, it's like, what am I getting gifts for? I'm like, well, this is how we commemorate the birth of Jesus. And instead right. of frankincense and myrrh, we give you fucking presents. You know, Santa brings you uh, <laughs> very cool. You know, some shit. Benny totally gets it now. So do you take pictures with Santa like like she doesn't like you know We don't do that because the kids don't like it. And I'm not oh, gonna wow. force my kids to sit on a stranger's lap. <laughs> like when I see kids like screaming like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to and parents are like sit on his fucking lap. I'm like right, right. you're literally teaching your children to sit on a stranger's lap even when it goes against every fiber of their being. Right. Like when my kids are like, I don't feel comfortable, I'm like, then don't do it. Right. Why? So I can have a picture? Fuck that. I teach my kids, if you don't like the way something feels, don't do it. Yeah. I'm not going to kill that now because I want a picture to send my family. We have next year's Christmas card. By the way, if you are listening to this and you're a friend or a family and you didn't get a Christmas card from us, uh, it's because we didn't make them this year. We, just, we fucking <laughs> forgot. Um, <clears throat> but we already have next year's Christmas card ready. Christmas morning, Santa brought Benny and Juliana yeah. a uh, sword kit. So it's two foam swords, and you wear like a laser tag vest. Oh, very cool. Very yeah. Cool. And you have to, you know, combatch. And every time you hit the chest, it goes, and it lights up a light. Three red lights, Benny you're must dead. must be loving that. Dude, there's a picture of me in the middle. Like, I'm in like my ADCC ref pose. <laughs> Benny's got his sword over his head, and he's like, Arr. and Juliana's holding her sword already like angled at him, and she's got this mean mug, and you can tell that violence is about to ensue <laughs> and they're both in like their matching christmas pajamas and Steph, and like it's me in the middle dressed in all black steph's like this is next year's christmas card That's i'm like awesome awesome <laughs> like this is our house it's just violence and these kids are going like, come on ben let's fight um but watching him spend this week quietly playing playing with his Lego. And it, it reminds me of like what it was like as a kid where it's like, 
you have a whole week of doing nothing except yeah. playing with new toys. Yeah. And every morning is exciting. Like you can't yeah. wait to wake up and be like, I even I barely touched the Good surface times. with this toy. Yeah. And uh, you know, Santa brought him a uh Grogu, aka Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian. I have no clue. Dude, this thing is like lifelike. I'm watching Dexter now. I'm not watching oh, like the Get on the Mandalorian, it's fucking dope. Is it good? Yeah, I love it. I'm really into Star Wars now because my son's really into Star Wars. Okay. So like we're like you know, bro bonding over it. I hear there's good and bad though with Star Wars. I, mean, I, enjoy, like, I enjoy it, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's ultimately the story of Christ, but we've talked about that before. Every Hollywood movie, <laughs> was, every Hollywood, Everything's every true. Hollywood movie is essentially a story stolen from the Bible. To Jesus, huh? It all goes back to the Bible. Uh, oh, that I agree with. You, you know, Absolutely. every story that you see in so Hollywood. So, have you ever seen like the Ten Commandments, Charlton Heston? Of course, dude. That's, of course. All right, I'm asking. Come on, you know. man. <laughs> Come on, man. And uh, I mean, to me, that the greatest scene in that movie is when the uh, they split the uh, the Red Sea. It's mm-hmm. a dope scene. That's a, I mean, like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like eyes open. I'm like, wow, that's pretty yeah. cool. Freed your people, man. Air <laughs> <Aaron> Moses. Is. <laughs> and I've seen all that. I, you know, I, I, Moses uh, thinks that the Hebrews will. Like... <laughs> well, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but like, you asked me like my favorite day of church was, and I tell you like Palm Sunday is my favorite day. Yeah, we had that, dis- but I don't know if we it made it onto the podcast. Was it? Yeah, I think Palm, it was just Palm like a Sunday. side uh, discussion. Yeah, Palm Sunday is my favorite day of church. I can totally see that. Yeah. I can totally see that. I mean, people like that, Easter, people like Christmas. I love Palm Sunday. Well, it's like, so then let me ask you this, because one of the other questions I had was like, do you prefer your Christmas? as a religious exercise or more as a secular exercise? So right now my kids are and like COVID kind of threw things off a lot too. Right. Um, they're young enough where it's kind of like, we can't hit them with too much, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're old enough where we can explain to them. So the week leading up, like we do read the story of, you know, you know, the birth of the birth, Jesus yeah. and, you know, the nativity story and, you know, we explain like, what are we celebrating? What is it? And like, you know, Benny's gets it. He's like, Jesus Christ. And, he, and who's Jesus Christ? Daddy's like God. Right. You know, we're, we're explaining to him. So as they get older, we'll introduce them more into religion. Right. More so for me, it's faith. And, right. you know, right. the church will just kind of be like, this is the vessel where we're going to learn these lessons. Right. Um, and then that way, as he gets older, he can make his own decision. But it'll be an educator, him and her can make their own choices but it'll be like yeah. listen like you're not making a decision based on no knowledge you'll have some knowledge and you'll have gone to church and you'll you know done it and seen it and developed some faith and even if you choose not to go at least we can give you something yeah i think i think faith is a beautiful it. thing oh, completely um so i want my kids to definitely have it and i know my faith and my wife's faith has definitely gotten us you know through this past you know two years no doubt no and doubt. things look bleak and you have nothing to believe in and no hope yeah you know, I was going to kind of get into that with you a little bit. That, that's that's some heavy stuff, but it's like I, I do have a few more Christmas questions. Oh yeah. So give me your uh, like a couple of your favorite Christmas movies aside from Christmas. Holy Vacation. shit! My my favorite is Charlie Brown. I love the Charlie Brown right. Christmas. Yeah. I mean that's your like, oldest shit. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell Come you my on, top man. three favorite Christmas movies right Go now. Back. You ready? You ready? Don't say I'm die not hard either. I'm, why? Because I want a movie that like has significance to it. I, How is that not significant? I dig Die Hard as well. I'm just saying, like John McClane fucking saved Christmas, bro. I get it, but like, and I'm pretty sure it was, want, were they not German? Yes. Yeah. So, so see, he's, he's also celebrating Hanukkah too. He's uh, taking out Germans for you, my man. <laughs> Yippee motherfucker! Yippee motherfucker! I <laughs> All right, I won't include Die Hard. Top three Christmas movies. I'm going. 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's Christmas Vacation. Classic. It's got to go on there. Yes. Home Alone. All right. I tried my generation, wa- I dude. I tried watching that's that. That's my generation. I, I don't it. talk shit on it. I'm not going to talk shit on it. I don't talk about it. It's a Wonderful Life. Like, I get it. <laughs> I'm not like, that get, that's fucking old. <laughs> Sit down by the bonfire listening to it on the radio and shit. Whatever the fuck you did in your day. It's like, oh, my. I thought you'd go back and say a Charlie Chaplin Merry movie. Christmas, Mr. Paul. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. You know, I've never actually seen that movie all the way through. No. no. I, I remember being a kid. Jimmy it was Stewart like, just doesn't do it for me. Um, I think it was like 1991 or 92. There was a year where It's a Wonderful Life was played like 27 times yeah, on yeah. TV. And I remember it was a big deal the next year where they're like, we need to like stop playing this movie so many times. But that's how I caught it as a kid. Yeah. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. I'll give you a weird thing, though. Like when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> there were really only about five channels on TV. Okay. Wow. You okay. had ABC, NBC, CBS. Channel 5 was WNEW. And then Channel 11 was like th- literally five or six channels. That's it. That's yeah. it. And they all used to do fucking Christmas heavy duty. You know, so like when I was a kid, it's like there was no TV on Christmas Day to go along with my Chinese food. So, <laughs> fuck, man. You know, I was craving some General Sows on uh, how good is on that Christmas shit? Day? It's fucking good, man. It's great, but the, you know, it's like one of those things where uh, you want to almost feel like you don't want to be cliche. I want to try something else, like sesame chicken. You know, <laughs> the orange chicken. Orange switch chicken. We got the General Sow shrimp. Really there mix it go. up a little bit. It's delicious, by the way. I've had that. Um. It's funny, uh, so Max wished me a Merry Christmas. And like, I'm always a dick. Can you do I'll, it in his voice, though? He's like, hey, Professor, I wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and like, I'm not like nice, like, oh, Merry Christmas to you, too. I was, I was like, don't wish me a Merry fucking Christmas. I know you don't celebrate. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, you know, I don't know, figure Merry Christmas. So I was like, so what are you doing this year? He's like, oh, I'm going to the movies, getting some Chinese food. And then he ran an open mat. Right, and I was like, right. dude, this could be your new like Jewish tradition, right. run an open mat. Yeah. And he goes, I'm down. I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's support our, our Hebrew brethren. Brethren. Yeah. Open up. Give them a place to go. They can come celebrate at the church of BJJ, Monty BJJ. That's very, very cool. I didn't even know. Uh, yeah. I thought we were all closed up on, on Christmas. Nah, man. I'm going to start doing it every Christmas. Do you know it, what? man. I mean, we'll do it 10 to 12. It'll be me, Will, and, uh, and Max. <laughs> we got more. I think we got more than you think. But, uh, Seriously? But it'll be good, man. You know, because people will come in because you got people that are, you know, they don't do stuff till the afternoon or the right. evening. They open up, you know, maybe they don't, you know, we have younger guys or maybe, you know, bachelors or, or the girls. That's another thing. Married. Does Christmas end after like, let's say one o'clock? God, I wish. <laughs> or is it like you? So here's. Or do you feel the need to keep it going? So here's the thing. As I got older, we started to really celebrate Christmas more and more. Right. Um, so we started taking on some of the traditions that my mom and my aunts always wanted to celebrate but couldn't. Okay. So one of the Spanish traditions is Noche Buena. Which okay. is the night Good before night. Christmas. Okay. That's the big night. Because now you're celebrating you know, the actual. And you got midnight mass. Right. So you would exchange your gifts the night before Christmas. And then Christmas oh, wow. Day was okay. just like you know, a relaxing day. Um, so I don't do Noche Buena anymore. We don't do it as a family anymore. Because when I got with Steph, um, we started doing Christmas Eve night with her family. Oh, I got you. And they do they the tradi- traditional. Yeah, okay. they do the traditional Italian dinner. You know, okay. of the, the meal of the seven fishes. I yeah. heard about that. What yeah. is that? You basically eat seven different types of seafood. Seriously? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So we do appetizers, and it's like you know they do like the clam dip. They'll do oysters, scallops, coconut shrimp. Okay, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Um, 
and then dinner comes out and they do the bakala, which is like the soup, the salty cod. Okay, it's you. funny. The first year I'm there, Steph's like, if, if this is the bakala soup, if you don't want it, you don't have to eat it. I'm like, bakala. I'm like, oh, you mean bakala? She's like, yeah, a lot of people don't like it. I'm like, honey, I grew up eating this shit. Never had it in a soup, but I'm good with the bakala. Um, so you do the bakala and you do uh, the fish crumb, which is basically linguine with anchovies and you cook up the anchovies right, and you shred so. it and it goes over. So I think that's the seven right there. I All might right. be missing something else. I didn't know that. But you do the seven. And then that's you have something. a dessert, coffee. It's a long night. It's a lot of cousins. Always have a good time. That's awesome. We always leave there and stuff's like, we got to see my cousins more. I'm like, I see that every fucking year. And then we get busy somehow. I'm like, we, I'm like Milltown's not that far away. We can go hang out with your cousins. You know, it's hard. Right. But at least we get to see each other at least what, once a year. But That's a beautiful thing. And then, then, and then what we used to do was we would leave there and then go right to my mom's open up Christmas gifts over there at midnight to kind of keep drag tradition the, the going. Buena noche. Yeah, the noche buena. Okay. Uh, but we stopped that once Benny was born. Oh. Because like, well, we can't keep him up this late. I gotcha. I so gotcha. now, Christmas is done in three rounds. Hmm. We wake up early as shit to see what Santa brought the kids. Christmas Day. Yeah. So there's no midnight mass or no, anything like that? No, no, Okay. No. We so wake up Christmas early day. as shit, Christmas Day. Uh this year was 6.30 in the morning. We went to bed at 3 a.m. Wow. You know, making sure everything was prepared for Santa. Sure. Um, Benny's in the room at 5.30. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and we have, uh, to turn on our Christmas lights, we have like a little snowman with a lever. Oh, okay. Right, and you pull you. the lever and like a little horn comes up and the snowman goes, bam, 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 bam. Ah, and then the tree awesome. goes, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> but the lights go off. I, um, I refuse to leave my Christmas lights on at night. I don't blame you. Uh, it's dangerous. Yeah. Your house can set on fire. And I don't know right. if you've ever seen a Christmas tree catch on fire. Whole house. Do you, is... do you do the real Christmas tree? Hell yeah. Well, you say hell yeah. If I was, uh, you know, not Jewish, I, I would probably go synthetic tree. Nah, man. I like the Make way it, it smells. Quick, quick, put, it put that shit up. <laughs> put it up. No, oh, dude. Have you ever seen a Christmas tree catch fire? No. Nine seconds for a tree. The only thing I, the only I've seen is when the cat. Gets the uh, fuck. That's why I don't get a fucking cat. I don't want no pets. I got kids. I don't need a pet. I thought you'd get that Christmas vacation. Uh, yeah. Estelle. Exactly. What's in the jello? <laughs> Say grace. Stop blasting. How about this year at Christmas dinner? Yeah. Someone's like, "Is anyone gonna say grace?" And Juliana goes, "Grace." I say, "Grace." I say, "Grace." Let's eat. <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, settle down." Yo, she's three, but she's like a twenty-year-old. I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna beat you." She's gonna ass. be a killer. Dude, she gonna be a killer. I was trying to get her to say turtle doves, like the lady, like the old guy from Hol- from Home Alone too. Right, right. I'm like, you want to go turtle doves? And she's like, no. I'm like, Benny will do it. I'm like, Benny, say turtle doves. And he's like, turtle doves. He's my little fucking. <laughs> it's my homie. He's my clown. I'm like, come on, Julianne, do. It. She's like, no. I was like, fine. Then I'm gonna eat those turtle doves. She looks at me. She goes, then eat them. <laughs> I'm like, but she's like, got nectitude, dude. She like stares in my soul. I'm like, who are you? I'm scared of you. She told me she's not afraid of me. I was like, stop, or you're going to your room. She looks at me. She goes, I'm not afraid of you. Oh my god. I'm like, you fucking should be, because I will squish you, you little princess. And I pick her up, and I'm like, that's why she's not scared of me. Right. Her, I can do whatever she wants. But um. <laughs> no, so Benny's playing with his toys, and we're doing all that. Thing. So this is the first part of Christmas, is right? So we toys. do the the first opening, and there were a lot of memes this year mm-hmm. about like dads holding the trash bag to collect all the ra- all like the wrappers. Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. And I'm like, I didn't know this was a thing. Right. 
as I'm sitting there, immediately going to get the trash bag. <laughs> the kids are, I'm like, wait a minute, let You're me get the trash bag. I'm like, let me get the trash bag. Let me get the trash bag. This gets right. very messy very quick. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like such a dad. Yeah. I'm like, when did this happen? So they're opening up their gifts. Sweetest moment though. Okay. I love my son. I love him to death. I get it. Yeah, because he's such a he's so, he's everything I wish I could have been as as a man. Like he's sweet and he's nice and I he's guess, just I he's guess. so loving. Uh, my daughter is more like me. She's just fucking cold and just like, I'll give you my love when I'm ready to give it to you. Right, right, right. Benny opens up his first gift, gets super excited. And then like, he runs to Juliana. He's like, Juliana, what did you get? Wow, Juliana, that's such a great present. Here, Juliana, open this. And he hands her a gift. And I'm like, you stopped opening gifts so you can to like her. go help your little sister and like tell that's her like her awesome. gifts are cool. And I'm like, you're all right, very kid. Cool. But then, like, she's opening up her gifts, and then, like, here he comes, like, oh man. But the box <laughs> is like twice his size. He's like, Darth Vader's castle, Lego <laughs> Star Wars. And I'm like, fuck you, Santa. That's going to take so much time. Well, there, are t- there are two things that I wanted to bring up. Number one, when it comes to gifts, it's like all during the year, it's like if, if Pookie wants something, I'm like, just go buy it. You know? Right. I, like, I don't. Kind of like I don't have a special gift, and I always kind of feel bad that I don't give her a special gift, you know, for Hanukkah. Okay, and it's kind of the same thing with my son. Like he gets anything he wants, and I'm just like, yeah, go buy it. I don't care. You got to so hold something back. I got to hold something back. You got to hold point. something back, and I don't do that. And every year I, I kick myself over that fact, and I'm like, I gotta, you know. I'm the same way. That's why I was wondering I, if, you, if you hold back a... I don't. I'm the same way. I know like, you're generous that way, too. If Steph's like something, like, I'm picking it up. That's that's. I'm it. buying it. Like, right. why wait? But, but do you hold... hold I hold one, one thing okay. back. Yeah. One. And it's always something that she asks for, like, in, like, the summer. Okay. That I know she'll forget about. Like, this year I got her something that I knew she that's forgot very, about. very, very cool. But I had to go on a fucking hunt for it. I was posting it on my <laughs> story. It? I was like, oh, shit. I think I waited too long. But what I found it? it. What was it? It was a, uh, I feel bad saying it. It was a Dyson Supersonic. It is the Dyson blow dryer. What's wrong with that? That's this is expensive. I don't like people knowing how much money I spend. <laughs> how much is it anyway? I'm curious. What the fuck, right? Like, fucking... All right. Th- all right. I'll say a number. You just go ha- higher or lower. 150. I could have bought three of them. Okay. That... <laughs> I could have bought three of those $150 ones. Oh, okay. All right. So it's, like, it's like a fucking $500 blow dryer. Oh, it's that much. Yeah. What is this thing? What is it have like rockets in it or something? Like, is there gold it, in it? It's fucking phenomenal. Is, is it, it really? Is. It's like I don't have hair anymore, so I don't know these things. It is. It's fucking phenomenal. And I, I mean, not to get too personal, but oh, fuck, I'll get personal. So, <laughs> well, my wife, you know, she had two kids yes. and she had COVID right. and her body, you know, the high stress levels and everything, and it was affecting her hormones. So her hair was starting to thin. Wow. And it was getting very light in very visible places. And it was only, there was maybe like a brief moment where I saw it and I was like, Ooh, that's like, that doesn't look so good. And I wasn't thinking it more so for me. I was thinking it like for her Mm. because you know, she's a woman. She has thick, beautiful, curly, you know, dark hair. Women totally need to have that. So she was going through it very like, didn't like doing like, I like she would cry doing her hair to go out because she could see. And I'm like, babe, it's not, it's not as visible as you think, but I get it. You can see it. So, you know, it was very thin in certain areas. And, you know, she went to go see a dermatologist. And now it's it's starting to grow back. 
And the doctor told her, like, listen, high stress. You had COVID. You, That's you exactly what it is. It's stress. You know, and, you know, your hormones. And they said what it was. So they put on some medication. Right, you know, right. they gave her everything she had to do. And, you know, now we're like six months into it. And it's growing back. And she's oh, like beautiful. much, she's much more happy with oh, it. Sure. And she says things like, oh my God. She's like, in six months, it'll look how it used to look. Right. You know, cause it's like, it's still in that growing phase. And like, she can yeah, tell like, you know, yeah. this is, this used to be thicker, but we're going in the right direction. So back in like August, she sent me a picture of this uh, blow dryer and Steph's not, she does not have expensive taste. She does, but she's not one of those people like, I expect this. Right. You know, right she, right. she works, she can provide for herself and she'll mm-hmm. buy her own shit. Right. You know, she's an independent woman. So she sent me a picture of this Dyson and she's like, when my hair grows back, I'm buying this fucking blow dryer. Wow. And I said, babe, I'll buy it for you because I know what you're going through right now. And she wrote, fucking A, you will. (laughs) So I got (laughs) it for her for Christmas. Good for you, man. I told her, I was like, you look beautiful. Your hair looks great. I know it's been a lot of work for you. Lane's the same way. It's like with her hair. Like she gets, she got a new, she's got a new hairstyle now. She's so proud of it. And she looks fucking great. Lane looks great. Yeah. She's beautiful woman. You know, I I don't say it enough, but my God, at her age to carry looks still, it's an, it's an amazing thing. So, so funny story. So when you mentioned on the podcast that she used to be a Penn State cheerleader. Yes. So we have some young guns at the school, mm-hmm. Max, They're hitting on my Manny, Evan. They understand what that means oh, to be really? a Penn State cheerleader. Okay. Like Max is like, bro, a Penn State cheerleader, you might as well be a fucking Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the hottest girls on school. Yeah. So when they told me they're listening to the podcast and you're like, you know, Lane used to be a Penn State cheerleader. And like Manny's like, savage, bro. <laughs> Roy's a fucking savage. Like they're just like, like the legend of Roy just, just gross. And like Roy fucking snagged a Penn State cheerleader. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like, cool. Yeah, it's fucking dope. But here's the thing. She used to like, who do you think she cheered for? I'll give you a name that those guys wouldn't know, but you'll know. Randy White. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good for her. He was at University of Maryland at the time when when she was cheerleading yeah. for Penn State. So she knew guys like Tony Dorsett, yep. Franco Harris, you know, that kind of crowd. Where'd Harris play? I, Harris played at uh, Penn State. Did he play at Penn State? Yeah, him and Tony I'm thinking Dorsett. Jerome Bettis. Bettis played at Notre Bettis Dame. Bettis was Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. The bus, baby. I thought that was so cool when they all went to the Super Bowl and they were all wearing his college jersey. Oh, that was. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I, you know, it, they, uh, it, it, the whole football thing is really, I don't want to get into football, but that's i so dig that so i do have another question yeah and this is more of a a spiritual thing Mm. when i say what is the joy of christmas what are you thinking at that point to me the joy of christmas is the same thing that is so stressful and makes everyone hate the holidays okay but it is the best part tell me i love just being with my family yeah and that includes my in-laws you know, I love them. Do they drive me crazy? Absolutely. <laughs> but I fucking love my in-laws. Pat and John. Pat and John. P&J. Peanut butter and jelly. Best right. sandwich in the world. Um, they've always just been so good to me. And right. always so like, you know, they took me in early So you take on. that moment where you like look around as everybody's celebrating the holiday. I you do. Savor it. I do. And you know what it is too? Yeah. It's, it's like as we get older, and I was talking to Steph about this, you know. Her parents are getting older. My family's getting older. Yeah. It's like we stress about this so much. But before we know it, people that are here now mm-hmm. won't be here. Yeah. 
and we're going to wish we could stress about them. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, is my father-in-law a pain in the ass? Yeah. Does my mom drive me fucking nuts? Yeah. Like, is my aunt going to show up late with way too many gifts? Of course. That's part of the tradition. You know, is, my mother-in-law, <laughs> is my mother-in-law going to start, you know, cracking open bottles of wine at 10 o'clock in the morning? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Is this all the shit that drives me nuts? A hundred percent. But it's what makes Christmas great. Yeah. And without it, it wouldn't be the same. And I fucking love it. And I love just being able to spend that moment and, you know, not to be materialistic, but, you know, giving someone a gift yeah. just to show like, I, like you mean so much. And like we do secret Santa in my family. Oh, do you? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So for the kids, everybody goes nuts. Fucking right. all bets are off. Steph, what she does now to try to control it, she sends uh, each family an Amazon list. It's oh, like, okay. here are things the kids might like. Oh, wow. So stay on this list. It's almost like a registry. Fuck. Yeah. Keep doing <laughs> Santa brought way too fucking much for my kids. I get Like I saw the boxes Santa had. I was like, what the fuck the right. sadness credit card bill gonna look like? Right, right. You know, but apparently, you know, there's no limit that time of year for Santa. That's I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'll find That's beautiful. So, you know, but but for like the adults, we do a secret Santa. Because like it makes no sense for us to spend buying all this everybody. money for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like we're gonna go bankrupt. I can't right. spend three thousand yeah. dollars buying adult gifts. So what's the limit on each uh, thing? Because we do the same thing. We do Secret Santa too. We do a hundred bucks, but it's not a, a very lot. tight limit. Like if you want to go over, go over. Yeah. If you want to go we under, do 50. go under. Yeah. Um just fine. So, you know, we we pick on Thanksgiving and we this year was the first year we didn't know who anyone had. Because oh. we're so busy. Nobody gave a shit. It's like I don't mm-hmm. care who had you know, years passed by, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, we knew who had who. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know who had me until the day of this year. I was like, who That's the cool, fuck had though. me? That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. We got good gifts. And then, of course, if you see something you like for someone, you buy them a gift. Right. Like, naturally, we buy everyone a gift, but now we're not compelled yeah. to make it even. Yeah. Like, well, I can't spend 200 on my sister and spend 50 on my mom. Like, it's like, no, no, no. Right. Mary Lou, you're going to get what you get. This solves a lot of problems. It really does. You know, we it do the same really thing. does. Um, so, like, my sister got me a really cool tumbler. Uh, mm-hmm. that she found on Etsy and it's Michael Myers and the house. <laughs> and then on the top, it says professor Miguel. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. And you also said you got sneakers, right? Did I get sneakers? You I said. got a pair of boots this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got Michael Myers boots. boots? Nah, no. they're like, there's some, some pretty cool boots though. Um, <laughs> I always feel bad around this time though. Like there are certain people that just don't want to wrap their minds around it and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I don't get that. Because you're you're losing sight of the big picture, and the big picture is like it's not about being annoyed. It's not about being frustrated. It's about spending time with your loved ones. No, I get it's it. It's about enjoying. But there are time. certain people that just they're don't. fucking miserable, man. That's what I'm saying. They're miserable year round. Yeah, it's like this isn't real. Jesus wasn't real. This you know or that or like religion is full of shit. You know, that kind of thing. I, I always kind of feel bad for those people. Like, yeah, they're just being dicks, but... They're being dicks to be dicks. Yeah. Sorry, Logan. But there are dicks <laughs> in this world. <laughs> Logan, cool name. He was actually named after very, Wolverine. Very, His dad very, told me that. He goes, yeah, my son's name is Logan. Yes, he was named after Wolverine. I was very, like, that's fucking that's dope, a, I mean, he just actually went up in it's my phenomenal. esteem even more. <laughs> Logan with the dopest name out there. And he's probably got like a little British accent. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, my name is Logan. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick you imagine if he came to america like 18 years old to study abroad right like hi my oh, name's cindy which so is like oh my name that is, accent my name is logan what's right. your name she's like my name is pantyless that's my name right, right now 
<laughs> Sorry for all the children listening. Logan, have a good time over there, buddy. American but um, girls dig British accents. Oh, dude, they dig any accent. It's disgusting. Oh, do they? Yeah. As long as it's like a good one. Yeah. Like, I, I used to work with a kid, a Scottish kid. I don't like the Russian accent works. It creates yeah, a little... very intense. Do we have any fans in Russia, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> definitely not after that. What you just said. Way to go. We definitely lost all our German fans after today. Fucking, we just ripped them. I don't want to go into my it's... German accent. We will not listen to this topping in. I don't have a German accent. I got to work on it. I got to go find some movies. I got to go watch like uh, Inglorious Bastards or some shit. Yeah, that, that accent kind of creeps me out. The Germans. I had a buddy of mine that had a German girlfriend. And it's like I talked to her and like, I just get so creeped out listening <laughs> to it. Yeah, that's another a, that, day, another time. That's ingrained in your DNA. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> it's like, where are you from? Germany. You're like, see you later. This was a great dinner. We have ways of dealing with you. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, What's like a German dish? What do they eat it over there? You know what? I'll give you a great German dish. They have this thing called Wiener Schnitzel, which is like really pounded down chicken or pork. I don't do the pork, but it's chicken and they bread it. It's fucking phenomenal. Like a cutlet? Yeah, but they really, really make it thin. There's some really, really good German uh, shit. I mean, I, take- I hear they make a nice car. Yeah, so. some good ones, though. They, they fucking German <laughs> engineering, dude. We got to, uh, they got the Autobahn. Um, no, I, I don't really have, have a thing about Germans. It's just no. like, uh, just when they get together and they start eating meat. That, <laughs> they, I, yeah. Then they start talking shit about Hanukkah. You're like, yeah, ah, time like, to yeah. go. <laughs> Check, please. Yeah. <laughs> Taxi. Yeah. Take me out of here. No, but, uh, I don't know, man. I love Christmas. I do. I no, just I like get it. Just, I just don't understand that there are some people that are just like fucking curmudgeons, you know, like. We mis- said this We said this a couple weeks ago. Some people just want to be miserable. Yeah. Being miserable is a choice. Being happy is a choice. And yeah, I tell no people doubt. like, no you know, it's, here's the thing. It's a lot easier to choose to be miserable. Oh, yeah. It's hard. Like being yeah. happy and being positive, yeah. that's but you owe hard it. Work. I think you owe it to people to be happy. I mean, yeah, you, you can like exercise your your douchiness, but I think you owe it to the world to be a happy person. And especially if you're in a marriage, for God's sakes, if you walk around like a douche all the time, you know, like mm. everything negative and this and that, and like that's not. Well, eventually, you're going to be alone. I, you know. There are some or, people your that wife, just, or your wife's going to have a fucking boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but some people just wallow in this. You know, I don't know, man. And listen, like you're allowed to be in your feelings. You're allowed to have your moments. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't. It, it, I get it. But you got to work. And sometimes yeah. like you're talking like those people at Christmas, like you got to understand something. Like if you're going to go to Christmas and talk shit and spew your beliefs, this isn't about you. Yeah. Tonight's not about you. That's a great point. Yeah. So you doing that, it's like you're trying to show us what it's about familial community yeah, and all talking the, all shit the, catching yeah. up seeing yeah. your cousins that you haven't seen dude my benny was hanging out benny and juliana were hanging out with their cousins right from you know steph's family side mm-hmm. and you know last year was covid and the year before that was really covid and it you know it was it was rough so yeah. they haven't seen each other in a couple of years yeah so they're five uh you know willie's 14 owen's eight. Oh wow um uh, Senna and Kai are like, I think they're like six and seven or five and seven. So poor and Willie five. is like, like the old guy there. Yeah. Willie is the fucking old That's guy. That's the way Jason like, is with his like, cousins. Yeah, he's like, like he's Jason's 27 yeah. and the cousins are like 14 But seeing them play with their cousins. Yeah. That's cool. 
I told Steph, I was like, this is what it's about. So really 10 is. years from now when Benny's 15 and Owen's 18 coming back from college, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. You know, the old yeah. like, hey, we're going to go for a walk. It's like, yeah, I bet very, you are. You fucking stone. <laughs> Time to spark. It's like, <laughs> we're going to go for a walk. Where? Where are you going to go to a walk for? I'm coming for a walk with you. Exactly. That was my mom's like, I'm going to go for a walk with you. Share like, no, and share not. alike. <laughs> no, you're not. But, you know, it's, um, I do, man. I love just hanging out with my family. I went, I went Christmas shopping with my sister on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, you know, I love my sister. Like, my sister is one of, like, my, if not my best yeah. friend. Uh, and she understands me more than anyone. And I understand her more than anyone. Mm-hmm. And naturally so, because we grew up together. We understand each other's battles. Um, I saw I saw coplets. I was like, "What the fuck?" I got scared. So there is a drug transaction taking place yeah, right, right now. Here. <laughs> that one night, the cops showed up. Like, hey, you know, it's late at night. Three know, people right? in the parking lot. <laughs> it's me, you, and Sam McHale. Nothing about it looked good. You know, two tattooed hoodlums and a you know older Jewish guy. <laughs> it's like I've seen this movie before. I'm the money guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a suitcase. In you my guys hand. got the stuff. You got the money. Yeah, and you look at me like I'm your accountant. Yeah, you know? like count it. Make sure it's all there. Roy just weighs the briefcase. He's like, it's all here. <laughs> I'm like the conciliar. <laughs> but uh, but but no, like so. We, we don't. Get... <laughs> you don't even know where the fuck you're talking about. Now. <laughs> I do. No, my said... sister. Okay. So my sister and I, uh, we don't get to spend as much time with just each other as we used to, or as right, we right. would like. So you know, she picked me up 10 a.m. Christmas Eve, and then my wife threw in some extra chores in there, so we didn't get back to like two thirty, three in the afternoon. So I had a solid five hours with my sister. Right, we're right. Christmas shopping, That's so cool. talking shit at the stores, yeah, went out yeah. for lunch. Yeah. Like you know, it was she drove. Mm-hmm. It was great. You know, talked about the kids, and you know, it was. It I was just a good get time. I get a kick out of just walking around the malls during that time. Like we were in the Short Hills Mall a bunch of times, and we went yep. to the Bridgewater Mall. I mean, it's just a lot of stressed I, men. And angry girls just, that they got to spend money on their boyfriends. I just dig that out this whole time. I just think it's fucking great. I, I love the capitalistic aspect oh of the whole thing. I just... Fucking everyone just spend, 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 yeah, spend, 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 But I love that because I it bums me out when I'm walking in the mall and I see stores closed down. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of them that just got... In Bridgewater, there's a bunch of them, like maybe about four or five that yeah. closed down. And I'm like, it bums me out because it's like... I, I just like they closed down Lord and Taylor, like a major. They're store. gone, dude. Yeah. yeah, and that really, really kind of bums me out. Even, even though, like every time I walk in there, it felt like I was walking back into the eighties. It was <laughs> like they hadn't fucking updated that store, and God knows that's why. why they died. No doubt, you know what I'm saying? It's just you got to keep things. up with the times, man. You can't keep doing the same shit over and over again. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, no, I got like the reason I brought it up is like my aunt. She walked in, and first of all, she they're from Brooklyn. And they walk in with the fucking masks on. And I'm like, take that stupid thing off. off. Okay. I'm your relative. It's like, <laughs> you're in your late 70s. You know, just, yeah. you don't got much more. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, come on. Enough. Take the stupid thing off. But, you know, I get it. I so get they it. So they sit down on the couch. And then my aunt starts asking me the dumbest, and I love her to death, but she asks the dumbest fucking question. She goes, right, is New Jersey a, uh, a suicide assisted state? What? And I'm like, what? <laughs> where did this conversation like, come from? Where the hell? What are you talking about? Jesus Christ. So she says to me, she goes, yeah, is it? And I go, why? You want to move to Jersey now so you can off yourself? And, uh, you know, that's that's the way it is. I go, don't worry about it. You let me know. I'll drive by your house. I'll choke you out in a heartbeat. Yeah, don't worry. I'll okay. take care of it for exactly. you. <laughs> she goes, tell me how that's done. 
I said, here. And I showed her. I literally got her in a, <laughs> a rear naked. That's wild. Man. I said, you won't feel this after eight seconds. You'll be nah, all gone. You won't feel it again. It just feels like you're going to sleep. That's exactly and Then you it. stay asleep. Right. <laughs> so if we're going to talk about like BJJ in terms of religion, how's this for a, for Ooh, a thought process? I'm excited for Check this. this out. Where are we going? I was thinking like BJJ, when you talk about it in terms of faith, mm-hmm. it's like you can read about it. You can watch it on TV. You can believe it's the best martial art. Okay, that's your faith. Mm-hmm. But the religion is the practice of that faith. In other words, you got to get on the mats and practice that. How's that yeah, for, for a that. thought? <laughs> Sometimes you're practicing the wrong religion. There you go. You start putting faith, blind faith in things yep. that you haven't. And, and, that's, and that's the crazy thing is in a lot of ways, like jujitsu does become religion for some people yeah yeah. and listen i i get it people want to put their belief in something and their energy Mm -hmm. in something right but not every black belt's a fucking good person not every person standing up there deserves that that, like and that's one of the things i try to get rid of here like i never wanted to be like i'm professor no man like i don't want that shit no, it's almost like a cult of personality at that point it's with, this, much, with some of these guys. But it's like, and I've always, I've brought this up in the past. Like some guys just, some black belts just don't know how to shut the fuck up. No, man, they got it. I mean, it's I know like I can't. have a captive audience. Like I know I can't shut the fuck up. That's why I started a podcast. <laughs> I was like, we got to do something a little bit different because I'm killing people at the end of class. All right. So let me ask you this. Where do you stand on the whole happy holidays versus wishing people Merry Christmas? I, think, I, I, I dig Merry Christmas. I know you do. I say it all the time. I, even people that know I'm a heap, they, you know, they, uh, I, I'm okay with them wishing Merry Christmas. I don't give a shit. Listen, I think that, you know, if it's like November 20th mm-hmm. to like December 10th, happy holidays. Okay. There's a lot of stuff coming up. Right. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's coming up. Right. You know, New Year's is coming up. Christmas is coming up. Hanukkah is coming right. up. But once you know Hanukkah's over, <laughs> right. it's fucking Christmas season. I totally agree. Merry Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, well, fuck you too. How about that? <laughs> like, you don't say like, have a nice day. I'm miserable today. Okay. I don't give a fuck. I said Merry Christmas. If that, if me wishing you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Throws right, you off your Something sc- I'm really saying now that, you know, just trying to be exactly. polite. If that offends you. Yeah. You got fucking bigger issues. But that's their whole line. They sit there and say it's non-inclusive. Fuck you. You're at, like, we're living in a 90% country that believes in Christmas and celebrates the holiday for God's sakes. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that in yeah. a sense? Like, even if you don't celebrate, like you're being included right. in, I, in I best wishes. I agree. By me saying like, Merry Christmas. It's like, maybe, you know what? Maybe I can <laughs> see, maybe you're wearing your yarmulke and I know you're Jewish. I'm going to say, hey, have a Merry Christmas. And I love and that doesn't mean do that. that doesn't mean put up a fucking Christmas tree, go to midnight mass <laughs> right. and open gifts. Maybe that's my way of saying, Hey, I hope you have phenomenal Chinese food. And that movie you go there see is go, fucking brother. excellent. Yeah. Cause that is your Christmas. Speaking of, I and it can a be a shitty Mary. movie. What did you see? Don't say Spider-Man. I'm going to go see it. Tomorrow. No, I hear very good things about Spider-Man. I saw the King's man. Oh, that's unfortunate. What Cause the King's man was good. Fucking disappointment. I highly recommend you staying home and saving your money. Have you seen house of Gucci? I heard nished about that. Really? I've heard good things. Yeah. I heard Gaga killed it. 
I guess so. It's got right. Jared Leto too. We talked about Jared Leto. Right? <laughs> I hear Adam Driver's cool. And I love Adam Driver. He's cool and things. Dark. You know, so, but like I walked Kylo in, to, like I walked in tonight, and like, I, I, let me ask you this: What do you think about this? Like, when people know I'm Jewish, mm-hmm. okay, and they say, "How was your Christmas?" You know what I'm saying? That's something I I, I tend to like say, dude. You know I don't celebrate. You know, like there's a little twinge with me with that. Really? Am I off with that, you think? I don't know. Like I'll always say like, it was about as good as your Hanukkah, you know? That's fair. <laughs> you know? I always ask but you But I how... always say this to people that know, uh, you know, I don't celebrate. I ask you how was your Christmas, but that's because yeah. I know you celebrated in your way. In my own little way. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm like, how was your Christmas? And you say, the movie I saw was shit. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> fuck, not that good, huh? It was a shitty one. It was a shitty movie, man. That's But I did like Polar Express. Oh, God. That's a great movie. No, it's not. No. And you know you're fucking, I know what you're doing, and we're not going to get into that right now. You know that movie fucking pisses me off. I hate that movie. Especially it working it on the- ties in Christmas yeah, with dude, trains. because you know what happens? Dude, I'm going to be honest. And if you're listening to this podcast and you get on the train, do me a favor. Don't be this fucking person. Don't be the person that, like, you know, we put the seat check on the train. Don't be the person who goes, can you put believe on the seat check for my kid? <laughs> no. You know why? Because I'm at work. I work here. I'm not an actor right. in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm not going to bring hot cocoa for your child. And you see all these people in the train, they're all right. going to want a seat check that says believe. Right. And I don't have time to do that. <laughs> because when I do it, I'm going to go to the next car and some Karen's going to be like, that, like ah, now nah, you're collecting tickets. Right. Look, lady, I've been writing believe on 57 seat checks to make five-year-olds <laughs> fucking happy. Give me a break. Right. I give you nothing. Here, I'll put a smiley face on it. Wow, speaking of Karen, did you see that chick on the plane smack the 80-year-old? I have not seen that yet, nor do I want to see it. That is going to upset me. That is, it was really a little disturbing. And yeah. considering the fact that she was a Playboy model, too, I'm like... She was also, lady. she was on Baywatch, right? Yeah. She did like one episode of Baywatch. She was like a, like a cheerleader for like the Chargers or some shit like that. Logan, don't listen. But Google Patty Breton nude. Oh, God. There it's we nice, go. Good uh, job. <laughs> we got no more children listeners now, Roy. That's the end of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm in a frost. I'm in a frosty mood. What can I tell you? Frosty. All right. So here comes the question of the day. And, and now that I, you know, like, I'm almost kind of like I feel bad about asking the question. Ask it. All right. What were your favorite toys growing up? Like Christmas toys? It doesn't have to be Christmas. Just give me like your top two or three favorite toys when you were a kid. And I'm going to bet one of them was a big wheel. No, I was never a big wheel. You were never a big wheel guy? No, man. Never got into a big wheel. You know what? My favorite. Okay. (laughs) Here is my. All time favorite? I still have all time favorite. Nice. I had. uh, I was probably like seven. Okay. It was like the mini football uniform that came with like the shoulder pads and the helmet. Oh, wow. That's pretty so cool. So it was like a New York Giants helmet, little fake shoulder pads, wow. little pants, and it was like a like a shitty little Phil Sims jersey. <laughs> and number I would, 11. I was like, yeah, number 11. And I would wear that. And what I would do is I would play football in the hallway. So I like throw myself little passes right, or little right, handoffs to right. myself. And the way our hallway when I was a kid was built was it, it almost had like a like part of it would come out and it was like a design. So it'd be like a flat wall on one side and then I find like the wall like kind of came out. So it was like a little like three by three by three. Uh I don't know why the fuck that was there, but that was a design. I would purposely run into that either with my shoulder (laughs) or I would throw the ball right in front of it so that I would hit it at full 
at full right. steam. And uh, I would just hit it as hard as I could. That's funny shit. You know, it was like, it was like, you know, that's great. Until like, I would just like lay. Oh, the first time you throw on shoulder pads, it's like the coolest thing in the world. You, you want to bang into things. Yeah, I, I couldn't wait. And then I would just, I would just bang into the wall until I collapsed on the bed. And my, <laughs> on the floor, my mom would put me to bed. You know, I was probably, you know, beginning the CTE and giving myself concussions because nice. I wanted to feel it. Like even at a young yeah. age, like when I hit, I yeah. wanted to feel yeah. it. Not necessarily that I wanted the pain, but I wanted to feel I it. I totally agree. And uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And I would say things like, like Benita's a little shaken up after that. But, <laughs> um, I did have a talk boy in fifth grade. What's a talk boy? A talk boy is basically a, rec- a, a fucking audio recorder. But it's the oh. one. It's the one that Macaulay Culkin had in, in Home Alone too. Oh wow! Okay. I didn't so see I, I had the Talk Boy. It's like this big handheld recorder. And what I used to do is I would watch football games or like the baseball playoffs, and I would color commentate. Oh, that's very the cool. The games and like my that's aunt slick. would mute the TV. That's like. And I'd be the only commentator, okay. and she would tell my mom. She goes half the time I like listening to him more than the fucking <laughs> guys talking. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so I'm like, you know, I'm like seven, eight years old and I'm like, Ken Griffey up at bat. Ken Griffey is two for three tonight. Uh, he's got four home runs in the series. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. (laughs) I'd be like, Edgar Martinez at the plate. I loved Edgar Martinez. He was awesome. He played for Seattle. Yeah, he did. Mariners. I was a big Seattle Mariners fan when I was a kid. I really wanted the, uh. Ken Griffey. The Ken Ken Griffey, Jay Buhner. No, was this the, um, what's his name? A-Rod. Now, who's the tall pitcher? I forget his name. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Yep. That's it. Randy Johnson. That was, that, was, that was the time? Yep. Okay. Jay Buhner in the outfield. Right, looked right. like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Absolutely. He really did. A young Alex Rodriguez. Right. Fresh out of double yeah. A or single A ball. Yep. 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 They had um, a hell of a team. Yeah, they had a stack team. They did. Stack team. Didn't win the World Series. They were a good team. No, they broke the team up. Yeah. You know? I mean, Randy Johnson went to Arizona. And yep. then... Uh, Griffey went to the Reds. And then A-Rod went to the Yankees, unfortunately. A Rod didn't go right to the Yankees. I wanted though. him on the Where Red did A Rod go before he went to the Yankees? Well, he should have gone to the Red Sox, but he went to the Rangers. Right. A Rod yeah. went to the Good Texas call. Rangers. Good call. I forgot about that. You're right. I didn't even watch baseball. But I knew <laughs> that was the thing. Like back then I liked baseball. You know why I like baseball too? It was the only sport I could watch where the guys playing had the same similar last names to me. Seriously? Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. So it made me feel like... So you I had can, a whole Hispanic connection to baseball? Yeah. I got you. I, I'm going to tell you something right now, too. I think that's something that, uh, you know, especially people of, like, Caucasian persuasion underestimate. Okay. The significance of being able to see someone that represents you. Um, no, it's there. I think a lot of people dug on Larry Bird for that reason, for instance, or they dug on... But that's, on, like, one guy in basketball. No, I mean, I'm just trying to give an example. I mean, you know, I, I think that people root for their own tribalistic thing. Like when I see a Jewish guy, I'm I'm totally into oh, like hundred percent. But like for example, like when Black Panther came out, I don't think people understood the significance of how special that was. Yeah. To to like people like I don't get it. Like you know, you have people going to go see it in like African garb, and they're like, I don't get this. And it's like because they're being represented for the yeah, first exactly. time. You know, so there weren't a lot of football players whose last names ended in Z. Right. There were no basketball players. Vinny Travieso and Edgar Padilla I'm were the, were the guards the, at UMass. Nice to, to cheer the for them. Best football player that was Hispanic. Who's the uh, tight end? Uh, from the Atlanta? best, the greatest tight end of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. That's that's what I was. Tony. Saying. There was another very good tight end who would have been a Hall of Famer, but you know. Who yeah. was the guy? Uh, who was the quarterback for the uh, San Francisco 49ers that had the uh, Jeff Garcia? Garcia. He was a ginger. Oh, was <laughs> that? Don't count. Uh, that was kind of weird. <laughs> It was, it was, like, was weird. Like super white. I'm like, I got this fucking cannon for an arm. He, he wasn't that big either. I know he was good, very fast, very, um, very strong armed. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. Whenever I see like a Jewish guy, like 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 when I used to watch professional wrestling and Goldberg would come out, I'd be yes. And and the whole funny thing watching these uh, these dudes screaming, you know, like Goldberg, Goldberg. (laughs) Yeah, that was yeah, but um, but yeah. So I watched a lot of baseball because I was like, you know, maybe I could play baseball. I dig baseball, and uh, you know, that's why once I I always joke around like I stopped watching basketball once I realized I wasn't going to be like six foot five and blah. Right. Yeah. I was like, it's ain't for me. Um, Plus, I just couldn't. Like it wasn't, I didn't have that hand-eye coordination to dribble. It's basketball is a phenomenal sport. If you, can I love play. basketball. I mean, I played it for a long, long time in yeah. high school, and it was, you know. But uh, that you're right. You you got to have a, a really stepped up kind of game to uh, oh, so, to compete. They're incredible. Yeah, bah, bah, bah. very yeah. fast twitch. And it's a funny thing. Like in basketball, we used to go to certain schools. Mm-hmm. You know, like because we were kind of right on the border of being urban and suburban. You know where I was. So we'd play like Morristown, or we play columbia in newark and in, in that area and it's like <laughs> it's just a taste of life that i didn't know about yep you know like you'd go to the locker rooms in like these newark schools and like this is really sketch yeah <laughs> you know but you need that oh yeah you no need doubt. that you need, no that, you need that sense of culture you get that fucking like crowd that's really against you because we were like five white guys and you know that kind of mm-hmm. thing and we were pretty good but you know all you gotta do is fake. Yeah. <laughs> we'll jump up through the roof. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Princeton offense just passing the ball. Right. <laughs> it's like you take the jump shot. You take the jump shot. You take the jump shot. And then you know, you know who's the who's the point guard for the Utah Jazz? John Stockton. John Stockton. He was awesome. Yeah, he was. You got Steve Nash, John Stockton. You got you know a bunch Steve of Steve Nash was Canadian. It's a little uh, white guy. I'll give you the guy that I used to love though, because when I lived in in Phoenix, Tony was, Kukoc. No, no, he played for Chicago. Uh, the guy that, like, I just, I met him. Bob Marley. Just a great, no, not Bob Marley. He was a musician. Who's it? Who's it uh, Dan Marley. Dan Marley was great, but, you know, number nine. But uh, he used to have a bar there called Marley's, which was kind of cool. But KJ, I used to love this dude. I met him at a... Uh, at Kevin a, Johnson? KJ, great, yeah. Like the little short Kevin Johnson? I was on the court with him, okay. How tall is he? He's about my height, about yeah. six foot, six one. But he looks so okay. small next to seven footers. And I was pretty thick back then. I weighed about 205, 210. And I, I was lifting constantly at the time, heavy-duty creatine. But at any rate, so I'm on the court with KJ. I've never felt that kind of speed before. It's wild. Yeah, to feel to be on the same court and actually be there mm-hmm. and, and watch the crossover moves, it, it, it's pretty, pretty amazing. It, it, it's funny how you say that because it's true. It's like you watch these guys on TV and you don't realize how incredible yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. You know, until you're like, you're there. Yeah. You know, I remember like, you'll, you'll, you'll see guys who run a 40. Well, you don't know how fast a 4-4 is <laughs> yeah. until you see someone run a 4-4. So like, you know, you'll watch the combine, like, you know, the guy sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. like, this kid's not that good. He's only got a 4-7-40. It's like, 4-7's fucking fast, <laughs> dude. Fucking if he's running though. a 4-7, he's literally running through your front door. Yeah. He's 270 pounds running 22 mm-hmm. miles an hour. Like, right. slow down. I'll give you the guy that that like where I first saw that in a game, and I hadn't and I didn't realize just how fast he was. Was Wayne Corbett? Oh, I went yeah. to a Jet game and I saw him like running routes. <laughs> Remember that when he, <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson said he's a superstar and Wayne Corbett was a flashlight. That's <laughs> how he was. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's a great line. Wayne Corbett. His career was ended because of concussions. Was it okay? Mm-hmm. The reason I bring him up in the same way that I bring up Edelman is just how quickly they ran their routes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dude, insane. It, I was like blown away. I was on the 50-yard line, and I'm looking, and I'm like, 
holy shit, I didn't realize this guy was that fast. You don't, like, you're watching a football game on TV and you feel like the quarterback's back there forever. Mm-hmm. Right. Go to the game and you realize how fast three seconds like, <laughs> one, oh, yeah. two, three, and someone's 40 yards downfield. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, that's how? the thing. Exactly. That's so fast. People don't realize how fast that is. Yeah. And, like, I tell, sometimes I get, you know, very enthralled with just how large and like like I'm a decently sized human being yeah. and you know my best 40 time was like a 489 um so like it's no it's not fast like I'm not going to the NFL but it was quick enough yeah um you watch these guys you watch someone like Calais Campbell <sighs> okay what an athlete okay the guy's six foot eight yeah 320 pounds yeah. has like a four seven four eight forty Jadavius Clowney same right. thing just so we're watching around. we're watching a commercial it's like a Lowe's commercial and Jadavia and Clowney's like painting rooms like come to Lowe's for all your home needs and there's like an average sized person next to him <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I pause I'm like Steph do you see this I was like this isn't this isn't like camera magic mm-hmm. I was like that's an average normal sized person right and that's Calais Campbell she's like what the fuck I was like now think about this on Sundays someone like Tom Brady is by himself running away from that large man yep. who's just chasing him as fast yep. as he can. You got a six foot eight, 320 pound animal that just ran through another yep. six foot eight, 350 pound animal Absolutely. like a child. And now he's chasing you at full speed. Like, <laughs> I was like, you can't, he's getting paid right. to kill you. Right. To kill that. <laughs> I was like, you can't pay me enough to do that. Right. I was like, Oh, Patrick Mahomes is making $400 million. Not enough. Oh, Not exactly. enough for the one time that guy catches yeah. me and, fucking, uh, and then lands on top. Of, oh, yeah. no. They're incredible yeah. specimens. They it's, really it's, are. It's incredible. They even, really are. I, man, I tell people, like, if you meet someone that ever played in the NFL, even if they were like a scrub, no, no, no. That person, you just met the yeah. best athlete you've ever met in your life. Pretty much. Like that person was like the elite of the elite. So now to be one of the best in the league, right. to be a Hall of Famer, or to be even something else, be considered like a goat. Yeah. Stop. It's crazy. That's that person's borderline alien, not of this planet. I'll give you. I'll, I'll even give you a weirder example. I, I played out in a softball league a long time ago, and uh, one of the guys on there was a former pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Okay. Jerry Vasquez, and by the way, a very very funny dude. Uh, anyway we're in the outfield i'm in uh, left field he's in center and you know we used to just shag flies and i've never i'll never forget this just talking about athleticism this dude took the ball from like way deep in center field and he threw it on a fucking rope to the catcher i've never seen that kind of like power yeah you know, and it was just another day in the park. For it was him. just another day in the park. I mean, I've seen quarterbacks that can just wing sixty yards, seventy yards, that kind of thing. I'd never seen something go on a rope. Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's impressive, man. I remember. Uh, we'll shut it down after this, but I remember watching uh, Muhammad Sanu mm-hmm. play in high school. Wow! And I think I'd come back, and I'm, I keep hearing his. Wasn't name. he a quarterback? He was a quarterback and yeah. a safety. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he became a wide receiver in the NFL. Right. He's telling the whoa, that was loud. Um, and like they're like, Mom, I think he had like a pick six, okay. like two interceptions. He threw for like two touchdowns. And it's only the first half. Right. I'm like, this fucking kid yeah. is good. Yeah. Like you can tell. I remember I had a coach, Coach Labos. If you're listening to this, I doubt you are. But 
we had a kid on the football team. He was a freshman when I was a senior, and he ended up going to go play at University of Ohio, mm-hmm. um, the Bobcats, not Ohio State. But, you know, phenomenal D1 program. His name was Vince Davidson. And I remember he's, like, running. It was, like, the week before the Thanksgiving game, so we bring up a couple freshmen. Right. And he's running with, like, the second-team offense, and, you know, I'm watching from the sidelines. And, and Coach Labels is like, look at Vince. He's like, notice how it looks like he's jogging, but no one's catching him. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, it looks weird, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you know what that's called? I'm like, no. He's like, that's called speed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, fuck. And that's when I realized I'm not fast. <laughs> like, like, I'm going fast, but it looks like I'm running. Yeah. I'm fucking running for your involved. life. That's why Teddy Bruschi was my favorite linebacker, man. Because yeah. I look he at Teddy awesome. Bruschi and I'm like, Teddy Bruschi like motivated University me. University of Arizona, better. baby. Listen, he's my height. He was my weight, yeah. my size. Kind of looks like you did. Kind of looks like that That's a setup me. line, by the way. That helped me a lot in college. That's a setup line. You look like Teddy Bruschi. I'm like, yes, I do. Oh, come on, give me the Boston accent. You look like Teddy. Doesn't he look like Teddy? I'm like, oh, you're Teddy Bear. <laughs> just kidding. I waited till I met my wife. No, I'm, just, I'm not kidding at all. Teddy Bruschi helped me out a lot. Him and Manny Ramirez. I don't, I don't see Manny Ramirez, but people like, he Love looks Manny. like Man Ramp. Doesn't he look like Man Ramp? I'm like, whatever you say, honey. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Another round of LITs, please. Um, but Teddy Bruschi was all heart, man. Yeah, he was all heart. He hit. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: when I went, uh, when I was going to go to Lackawanna Junior College, uh, after my visit, I was like, "Hey, uh, I have a quick question about numbers." He's like, "Yeah, what's up?" I was like, "When you know, Coach Duda." He's like, "I was like, when do you uh, when do you pick numbers?" He's like, "Depends." He's like, "What number are you looking for?" <laughs> right, right, right. I was like, "Well, I don't think anyone has it right now because I looked at your <laughs> roster." I was like, "But I really want to wear 54. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. He's like fifty four. It's yours because wow. I wanted to represent Teddy Bruschi. Teddy Bruschi. And I was like up there, especially because well, I used to wear fifty two. I got you, and you know that was my number. Pepper Johnson. I was four. I, I bet you were <laughs> number four in your programs. Number one in your hearts. <laughs> um, so I wore fifty two, and you know because of uh, Pepper Johnson. That's how I picked that oh, number. That's cool. Yeah, my my when I made varsity in high school, it was like fifty five, fifty six. Was he North Carolina? Pepper Johnson? Uh, no, Pepper Johnson played at, uh, I want to say he played at Miami, but I could be wrong. I thought he was North Carolina. Uh, LT, know, was North LT was North Carolina. North Carolina. Maybe, I thought maybe it was NC State. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so it was like 50, 56, 55, and 52. I didn't like the way 50 looked. Um, I don't think anyone should wear 56 against except for LT. Now, you were I, O-line? O-line and D-line. And you were in 54. Usually they give those guys in the 60s. Well, in college, uh, I was playing linebacker. So oh, I went to Lackawanna for linebacker, so it was I in 54. And I played guard in high school, so I could rock a 50. There you go, brother. Um, right on the board. And then and once I got to the D-line, I could still wear 50. So I picked 52. Because I, I didn't like 50. I don't like the number 55. Um, yeah. 56, I thought should only be for LT. LT, absolutely. So I was like 52. So when I picked 52, I'll never forget my own line coach. He goes, why'd you pick 52? And I looked at him, I was like, Pepper Johnson, baby. He's <laughs> that guy. He was a Giants fan. He goes, fuck yeah, man. fuck yeah, Benitez. And that was it. So I tried wearing 52 it's for like as long as I could. 32. You just don't you know, pick yeah, 32. You don't do it, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't do it. 32. Basketball or football. Yeah, yeah 32. With 23 in, in basketball. You don't just pick. don't pick that number. Unless you're LeBron. Right, exactly. That's it. But that's pretty much it. Roy, Merry Christmas, Roy. Thank you, buddy. I really do appreciate that. Seriously. Merry Christmas. Happy I Hanukkah. Christmas. I got you a Hanukkah card, too. I know. That was really thoughtful. I care, dude. <laughs> I care. I know. I, you know, contrary to what other people believe about me, I do love my Jewish brothers. 
Not even I can, I'll, I'll, I'll accept it on behalf of the Jewish people, your Hanukkah I, card. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> and then to all our listeners, uh, we're not going to have an episode next Monday, right? Because it's the holidays. So we're going to release this one. And then we'll be back January 8th. So right. happy new year. Happy new year. Let's 20. have a really good 2022. We're going to have a fucking great one, dude. I really, really want, I mean, because 2021 was a little bit of a weird year. But uh, 2022, let's all have a great, great year. Here's how weird 2021 was. Uh-huh. You fucking started doing a podcast with a 36-year-old Puerto Rican dude. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Wild best parts year. of my life. Yeah, yeah, dude. This is one of the best parts of yeah. my life. I think 2022 is going to, you know what? I don't think, I know it's going to be incredible. Uh, okay. I know it is. I, I really, really want everybody listening to just have a great 2022 and, uh, you know. We're all in this together. Exactly. All of us. So shut the fuck up about all your politics us. and yeah. just. Vag status. Fuck it. We're yeah. all, regardless, just we all got to live with each other. Let's figure it out. Give each other hugs. That's it. And then choke them out. And then choke them out. <laughs> all right, guys. Tapping in. Talk to you guys soon. Later. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks for tapping in.